going? Yeah, yeah. Have a guess how many views it's got. Uh, 25 million. More. 100 million. More. Fuck off. 150 million. It's got 132 million views. Bloody hell. Go on then. You ready? Let's fucking see if I've ever heard it. Get it, jump it in quick because otherwise we'll get copyrighted. I'm just going to wait till it. I'll pick that up. Get it going, yeah. Jump it in. Ba da la la. Don't copyright us. <laughs> Never heard that in my life. Chocolate rain was amazing. What the fuck is just Chocolate some, rain. Look at him. That's some nerdy dude just. Uh, yeah. Look at him. Look at the aspect ratio. <laughs> That's that is a black guy, but he somehow looks orange. Yeah. Oh, it's the most terrible <laughs> camera ever. How old is this? Fourteen years ago. What? I've never heard that in my life. Four hundred and thirteen thousand comments. <laughs> just I don't. The internet has just lost. It. Tays on. He's still got a million subs. When's he? When did he last post? He posted. That was it. That was he posted one. a year ago. Was he singing about Yellow Rain? Alien Christmas. <laughs> Under the song. Oh, he still, yeah, he, that's his thing though. He was a singer, so he like he he still puts stuff out, and he's getting like millions of views. Like no, the Hobbit theme song, Misty Mountain. He's got three and a half million views on that, and that was nine years ago. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that was nine days ago. No. <laughs> that was nine years ago. Nine years. Yeah, but like he's yeah. still doing all right. He's like he's doing constant or well, fairly consistent content. Well, that is the randomest way to start the podcast. Tays on, don't you? Mate? If anyone remembers Chocolate Rain, you're a yeah, fucking. Did you legend. hear Chocolate Rain? I never heard that. In my chocolate life. Rain. You sing it better than he does. I know. He was a letdown <laughs> after <laughs> you've been singing it downstairs for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> I've been practicing. I, to which I've I've been now got in my head purple rain. Yeah. Purple rain. Yeah. Uh, no. Chocolate rain was better. I'm quite happy. Rain. I've never heard that. It sucked. No, no. You, you you should listen to the whole thing. Give it. Give it. Give it time. You only got a few seconds of it. <coughs> I don't have that kind of time in my life to waste. Chocolate rain's amazing, mate. I'm going to set that as my ringtone. Can't drink cherries and berries anymore without trying to breathe it. I love it that much. <laughs> Just inhale it. Mm. What what episode are we on? 56. 56. Boosting through. I know. Boosting it. It's been really flying since, since we hit the like the the one <coughs> year mark. They've, they've all blurred into it, one. It's been a bit zippy, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it's not as zippy as... Hurricane Eunice. What a shit name. Is it Eunice? E-U-N-I-C-E. Isn't that Eunice? I don't fucking know. Yeah. It's Hurricane Eunice. Hiya. Yeah, <laughs> I weren't even paying attention. I, I literally, I didn't know if it wasn't for other people telling me. It like There was a gust of wind mm. here. And I think like a plant pot blew over. Yeah, I was going to say. That was I, it. I thought it was going to be bad hit. Because like. I was all ready to get outside with a video camera. And a cup of tea. Have you seen the in video the of the wind. wheelie bin? Have you seen that? That's from like three years ago. Oh, is it? That's not this one. Ah, yeah. uh, right. Okay. That was the last one, like a year and a bit ago. We remember, oh. it took all the trees down. Yeah, yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. But they were like hyping it up to be like this one. Mm. The sequel to Wheelie Bin Tornado. Yeah. That we've got like yeah, Greg's like, bin bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. it like Sharknado, but yeah. Wheelie Bin Nado. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, literally a plant pot blew over and that was a lot. And I, I wanted to go outside with a cup of tea yeah. and it'd be super windy and then just be like chilling with the wind and beard and hair going everywhere yeah. and just try and drink a tea and then act really relaxed and be like, ah, fresh air. Like it was going to be something funny. Great British It didn't even weather. get windy enough to make my hair whip around. Uh, so 
fucking Met office. Yeah. Getting on Although it f- is bad in some places. I've seen people like, I saw somewhere a massive tree had blown over. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's just where you are. Like, yeah. It was south, south westerly, came up and across, didn't it? I'd, again, I don't know. I've I've been out in it opposed to watching it. I think so. if you're in London, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. I picked. So anyone who knows the whole bathroom saga, if you've been listening long enough, you yeah. know about my bathroom. The bathroom. Well, when I gutted everything, I put it all in my back garden because I was like, I'm not going to hire a skip until I've got everything and I know that I'm not And you wanted to ingratiate yourself with the neighbours as best as possible. To be fair, no, you, you can't, they can't <laughs> overlook the garden anyway, so it didn't really matter. at least matter. chuck a mattress on top to just finish it No, off. I didn't. <laughs> But uh, so I've left this shit there for for months now, and I've been avoiding doing it. It's like one of the last jobs I needed to do because it's a shit job of moving a load of stuff from ripping out two entire bathrooms, knocking down walls, ripping up the floorboards. There's so much crap. You were doing that every night after work and stuff. Yeah, God, that went on. Yeah, so I've avoided doing this, and I was like, oh well, I'll book a skip and we'll get it done. I've got a day off. Book a book a day off work. I book. The day <laughs> with the fucking tornado storm, <laughs> with the Greg's bin bag tornado. Yeah, there. yeah. So it, it weren't too bad. The wind wasn't bad at all. It just kept fucking hammering down with rain for like five minutes and then be dry for a bit. So I was yeah. just wet, and then I was wet throughout the entire day, even though yeah. it only rained like three times. That's all it did here. Yeah, it just like it was. I wasn't even expecting rain because it didn't even forecast. It. it was just supposed to be super winds. So I was mm-hmm. like, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna at least go for a walk in it and see if it like if I could do moon. If I'm gonna do like Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Lean into it. Yeah. Moonwalker. Nope. Nothing. Fucking nothing. You try it and Broke just face one flower pot outside. That was it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even, but I walked outside like ready and the worst it did was rain on me. Yeah. I even fucking moved all the bloody garden furniture into the garage. Oh, thinking really? it was going to be whipped around. So like, I don't have that. No. Stevie well, the fern outside has not even been bothered by it. When, uh, Emma's friend did, I don't know where she lives actually. One of, one of Emma's friends, it's somebody's like, it's like a like a freestanding kind of awning thing, but it looked like it was got like had glass panels in there, and that was in their Gone. garden. No, no, it, it wasn't theirs. Oh, it wasn't. Theirs. It was somebody else's, but it was in their garden. <laughs> but it was half in their garden, half Free in the gazebo. Yeah, it was like a gazebo, but it was like glass panels or like it was like perspex panels or something like that. But uh, yeah. it looked quite heavy duty, and yeah, that was well, that will go. It's just a parachute. Yeah. Yeah, so fucking, I don't know, you'd, you'd think those are the kind of things that you're going to put away, aren't they? Like, you've got to wear the warning. You definitely, yeah. yeah that's like probably the first thing. Unless it was away. an old old year one. Yeah, but then you'd think it'd be fixed down or... Because like, if there's an old year one, there's those annoying like fake iron ones, aren't there, where you slam them, they don't really, can't, once you put them together, you can't really take them apart. Yeah, again. potentially, yeah. yeah you should have just got the sandbags out, but I bet they don't have them because we live in Britain and we're about as ready for any kind of war or interruption as, I don't know, as a, an Ethiopian is ready for snow. Mm, yeah, yeah, bit of snow, then yeah. we're fucked. Yeah. Bit of wind, we're fucked. In fact, we're fucked if anything out of the yeah. absolute average happens. Yeah. Too hot, fucked. water would drown. No water for yeah. you. Yeah. Bit of yeah. snow, no more food anywhere for anybody. Can't yeah. be delivered. Yeah. Literally anything that isn't just grey and mediocre, <laughs> our country drops apart. They cancelled all the trains in Wales <laughs> without any premise. It's like, there's wind, cancel all the trains. Yeah. I can't do a Welsh accent. So like, oh, you'll do it that way. Oh no, there's going to be winds. Cancelled oddly trains. <laughs> winds. Oddly oh, winds. God, sorry. Right. So, what have you been up to? Right, well, I found out that 
I can be an adult and get my sleeping pattern back on track. Yeah. Got doing it. Going into bed by like half ten. Sorry, mate. I'm. I'm oh yeah, and we, I'm, we not, don't we don't have it. We don't have one of these this week. Yeah. Sorry, the ca- the crew cast is staying shut because, well, we, we just forgot to buy Well, we forgot to order stuff, and we also didn't really know what we wanted. Yeah. But we've been on now, and we've ordered four four whole new drinks. Yeah. So it'll kind be back, of. back to normal. Yes. So we'll, we'll try a new one next year. But some of you might have missed some of these. Well, they won't have missed that one because we only just bloody did that one. But I don't know why you're going back to it. Rob William, we had it the other week. I'm pretty sure you picked it the last time we got a free choice pick. Uh, it, it's like probably at least 10 episodes ago. Is it chili chocolate rum? Chili chocolate rum, yeah, rum bullion. I'd say that's at least 10 episodes. Do you reckon? Yeah. Wow. If not longer. Well, I've gone with the Jack Daniels single barrel select because of this, honestly, beautiful. It's one of my nice. favourites. Mm. We, we, that's, what, re, that's replaced what did it replace for you, you gentleman had, jack yes that was it wasn't slowly it? going up scale so yeah the i've got single barrel select tennessee whiskey jack daniels and you've got rum bullion so whiskey yeah. and rum chili chocolate rum. i've had the regular rum bullion as well and that is uh that's very nice this is that's the sound of happiness right there that is oh i've actually looked forward to the whiskey this week Ooh, yours is, let's see if, i don't this one doesn't really have Ooh, cheeky! It got better. That's because I pulled it with some velocity. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I was just being gentle with it before. But that's oh, that. That's the sound of the weekend right there. This is the sound of uh, the bottle being empty. Can, <laughs> can we talk about what I did last weekend? What did you do last weekend? Mm-hmm. My brain won't tell me. Oh yeah, I suppose. You can do, yeah. It wasn't really well. Okay, so we were we supposed to talk about psychedelics. Should we do that this week? Well, I don't know a huge amount about it, but yeah. Okay, cool. There we go. We've got a subject matter because we were going to dis Greg Duchette. Duchette. <laughs> Douch- no, Duchette. Duchette. Oh, I like it. Well, we can still we can still slag him off anyway because I think he's a fucking knob. I, I can't. St- I can't watch him. The, thing, Just- the, the final straw for me because he pisses me off anyway. You're gonna have to stop talking. You're gonna blow out your ass. Yeah, he, he shut fucking, up. He man. shouts. He's got the most annoying voice ever. I don't know if he's a character or if that's No, I think he is that irritating. But it's the fact that he, he embellishes sentences that don't need embellishing. Like I'm gonna have a cheese sandwich. Like why? Yeah, yeah like he, he's just I the expect, most over the top person. I feel like his throat is getting torn up every time yeah. he speaks. The thing is that, like I've not watched too many of his videos. I watched a few of his like informative ones. If it was about a specific topic, some of them are kind of well, some of them mm. were okay. A lot of them not so much. But he does loads where he he. It's like yes, yeah, someone who he basically. I puts don't like down. that he targets people. Yeah, he That's targets why I people. Watching. Yeah, he puts I, people down. When he did all the informative the time. stuff, I actually watched him a bit. Yeah. But then all he did was start picking on people. Well, not picking on people. He's not a bully. He's a midget. But he just targeting people in and trying to shit on them. Yeah. It, and and, and even when he time, wasn't trying to shit on them, he starts out like he's gonna shit on them. It's just it's a negative thing. Yeah, and a lot of the time it was like some you know kid on TikTok or someone who's done done something, and then they're not that experienced in the industry. They're just doing something, putting out their ex, you know their and little bit of experience. Them. Yeah, and yeah. he's fucking absolutely rinsing them. And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. What are you getting other than views? Because he'll he'll specifically just wait for something that's blowing up and to jump just on jump on the bandwagon of it. And just, again, just to cause drama on purpose. We can blame YouTube for that, though, as well. Because it's, yeah, it's, rewards it's, him. it rewards anyone who's doing trend. 
yeah. trends. That's what they should stop fucking rewarding. They should start rewarding originality and original content. Yeah. Because that's what YouTube used to be. Yeah. Now you're turning it into a spam platform. Yeah. The, the thing that I didn't realize it because I don't watch Greg Doucette's channel, but in the last Bio Bros episode, which is More Plates, More Dates, Vigorous oh, Steve, yeah, yeah. and Leo and Longevity, which they've. So, like, More Plates just hit like over a million subs. Leo's just hit. 100,000 and Steve's just hit 50,000. They've all just hit like milestones yeah. within like a month or two, which is fucking awesome because they're really good channels. Um, but Leo like just completely called out Greg Doucette on there because him and Derek from More Plates, More Dates, um, Greg and uh, Derek, they were kind of like friendly ish. Yeah. But everything that I've heard about Derek, he's basically such a nice guy that he'd never say a bad word about anyone and he's like not very confrontational or anything like that. And He's really popularized this uh, supplement called Tecastrone. Yeah. Before well, his company makes it, isn't it? Yeah, his company makes it. But before he started looking into it, it's been completely under the radar. There's barely any studies done on it. Um, he's like brought it massively into the public eye as like a, an alternative to steroids. It's not going to be as potent as steroids by no. any means, but like it's something that I'm going to try uh, soon. But we'll probably talk about. You got that it. And, you yeah, it. I've, I've literally I bought some. Um, but I'll talk about that on another cheap. podcast. No, it's not cheap, but uh, I haven't started yet, but I will do at some point. And so basically, Greg Doucette's meant to be his friend. And then Greg Doucette's come out with a product, a Tocasterone product, exactly the same, not mentioned anything to Derek. And he's literally just selling it off Derek's hype, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, that's such he a sleazy much, move to do. Yeah, it just seems like this is his personality. Yeah. I mean, Brandon worked with him for a while, and then there was a fallout between those two, and, and it, it, he shit on him over that. Just He just seems to just alienate and shit on people. Well, there's something... I think and, and that's the common factor. He's got, he got caught cheating in drug-tested... Doucette did? Yeah. Well, there you go. In the past, he got caught, go. caught cheating in drug-tested events. And there was some kind of legal thing with him working with a supplement company. And then apparently he like ratted out other people from the company. So to he's get... a rat, a cheat, and has a, a the voice of Orville the Duck. Mm. He just seems like a terrible If you don't know person. who Orville the Duck is now, Google it, listen to one clip, and then just say thanks. And also just comment... Orville is douchette. <laughs> <laughs> what, on the Orville the duck? <laughs> no, start yeah, spamming all the stuff. Spam it wherever you want. Okay, yeah. start going. Yeah. Douchette is Orville the duck. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just meh. Yeah, after, like, that was, like, the final stroke. Because I, could, I couldn't really watch him anyway, because he, I found myself getting agitated but that's what watching I mean. his content, because of just how he, I don't how think... he talks. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> that's just literally reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if you if you don't know, we've just become monetized on YouTube, which yeah. means like we made one pound eighty on a video, by the way. Uh, so fucking watch out, a whole couple of days worth of monies. I know. Um, yes, yeah, so I literally turned the videos on monetization on forty eight hours ago. Yeah, something like that. Look, and it, and that, it, it, that's it, some fucking high earning. And it came up with like what they were, and then one of them came up saying uh, it wasn't monetized, and then the reason why just said unintelligible. <laughs> What? One of the one of the videos literally just comes up as unintelligible. How can they demonetize it if it's unintelligible? Who knows? Maybe. Fucking yeah, they just, yeah. So I just found that <laughs> fucking hilarious. So I, I, we need to go back and hear that because although some people <sighs> do think, delicious. I think we just end up rambling a little bit. Mm. And if you're not used to our accents, mm. we probably confuse. You're people. the unintelligible bit. I'm not. You, you, and your your 
bloody dudley accent. Oh, no, I'm not unintelligible <laughs> at all. I'm, the thing is, it varies though, doesn't it? Like some people, it just depends on where your accent is because some accents just clash Are so you badly. Sure it says, I mean, that shouldn't be a deem. No, you can monetize somebody just going wah, 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 wah. Well, I am dyslexic, so it might have said anything beginning with an I. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it said unintelligible. And that's because truth is you. <laughs> Sorry, are you? Yeah, there we go. If there, that sums it up. Oh, okay. it, it was unintelligible. I went on in all our videos are monkeyable. <laughs> They're monkeyable, oh, but intelligible. No, I- intelligible. Yeah, there we go. Intelligent oh, monkeys. Maybe intelligible? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but- to wrap up the Greg thing, the reason I don't like it is a negative thing, and I know it can be um, enticing to jump on something that's on a trend and a hype, but if it's a negative trend or negative hype, just try and avoid it. Mm. Try and stay off it. It's only going to put you in a negative state of mind or a subjective negative state of mind, and you just don't need that. And another top tip as well for making yourself feel better. By top tips. Yeah, top tip. This is a good More one. Top tips. Don't wake up. Don't do two things in the mornings. One we know, don't go on your phone. But the reason to not go on your phone is not because you get distracted and go on your phone and you're not productive. It's because you're waking up like this. Moaning. Oh, Jesus. And then you're going to go onto your phone and you're going to see somebody hang gliding over a beach full of naked mermaids with some beautiful track playing behind it. And immediately you're going to look at your bed that you've probably just looking nice and disheveled because you've wrestled a bear in your dreams. Mm-hmm. You're trying to look through your one wonky eye that's kind of working in the morning, and you're going to feel like a piece of shit compared to the dude hang gliding over the naked mermaids. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just, don't, just don't go on there and look at, jump into somebody in the middle of some happy memory blasting it out into the day because it's going to make your day seem shit and feel shit. Get up. Put on music, don't put on the TV. Put on some good music. Get yourself up, get yourself alive, get your coffee in you. Do a bit of meditation, get your stretching done and start your fucking day properly. Don't start your day by looking at somebody else's already fully involved day. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing worse. I, I, and I find myself, I hate it and I still find myself occasionally doing it. Oh, and it's it autopilot, like, yeah. the amount of times I've done it and I've just clicked. And I'm just yes. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Your thumb just goes to the to the app. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's almost it's like scary. I forgot it's what like to tick. do. It's like I forgot what to do on my phone before I had fucking Instagram. Yeah. Or to be fair, YouTube used to be my go-to for a long time, and YouTube was far better. Well, back I've, in the day, I started using YouTube again, like I used to. And was originally searching really hard, so so original Alan Watts lectures, actual footage from the 50s that's mm. been put onto YouTube. I've been watching stuff like that and oh. just leaving it because you can walk away from that. You don't need to visualize. You don't need to see a visual of what he's saying most of the time until you do. And then you can walk over, have a look at it, what he's talking about. Yeah. Whilst he paints with a paintbrush on a whiteboard, which is where he likes to demonstrate stuff. Mm. And then you just carry on. And that's been really good. I've liked doing that. And then um, also putting on wavelength sound, well, music with those wavelengths in them sound like 900 hertz and stuff like that. It's supposed to be really soothing hertz to put on. So that's great to have it in the morning. Get yourself kind of up and, and moving and feeling good you can even if you're not one of those guys who like me or girls or he the shit it, hey, I saw we, we've got we've got like four percent listeners of female yeah but you know what we get quite a lot of females how well, you do we get more females that comment so like that even though there's such a small percentage of that is how listeners. lazy men are yeah come on guys come on fellas fucking but, up our but, game yeah like i'd say probably 25 percent of the comments are female ish yeah but only 4% of the actual subscribers are female. 
So they are so much more active. <laughs> so much more busybodies. Yeah, yeah. Men so all the, the 96%... Of, of, women will hear what we're saying. Ah, oh, think about it. And think of the multiple channels upon which that thought takes them. Yeah. Whereas blokes just go, <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then scratch their ass and walk off. They just, yeah, scratch their head. Fart. I want peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've done that. That we've done, done douchette. Done that, the morning tip. I wanted to get that out there. I thought, oh, and the other morning tip was don't read a newspaper in the morning or look at news. Yeah. It's just... so negative. And also, no matter what platform you go to, they have their own agendas and they're going to twist and manipulate things towards their agenda. And also, news has gone so clickbaity now that they will actually focus on only the awful shit. Yeah. Oh, on saying that though, on real awful shit that did happen. Did you see about the swimmer in Australia? No. What? You've not seen this? I don't. So I literally do not watch the news or listen to the news at all. Yeah, but a dude got eaten by a great white. In, Austra- in Australia, first 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 fatal attack since the 1960s. I shouldn't laugh, but that's kind of funny. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, too soon. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. You're caught on video. Really? Yeah, he's swimming. In, yeah, you're going to feel really shit about yourself now. Are you ready? I'm going to put... Right, I'm getting myself in here. Right. Are you ready to feel really bad about yourself? Was it? Was he uh, the most charitable man in the world? And Nearly, yeah. sir. Yes. 35 years old. Yeah. Supposed to be marrying his fiance next year. Yeah, he was practicing. Yeah, swimming for a charity race yeah. in the sea when he was eaten by a shark. He was also a massive um, advocate of protecting nature and marine life, and he's a Brit. He was a British guy that moved out to Australia. An yeah. ex, I think he was an expat, maybe. Damn. So he'd served in our armed forces. He was swimming for charity. He helped protect nature. He helped educate people on nature. Eaten by a great white shark, and you're laughing. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, oh, hang on! Is the floor getting hot? Hang on! Yeah, yeah. Hell is opening up. You know, that dude, the diet, the demons are below like this right now. Like, we'll see you very soon. Yeah, it's terrible. But no, the 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 worst part is, it's literally someone's caught it on video because they must have been videoing people swimming. He was a hundred meters out. He was far out. Like he was in deep water where most people would not be swimming. Yeah, he was also six foot five. So a big dude wearing a black wetsuit. Yeah. Look a bit like a seal. Mm. You're going to go in the water? Try not to look like a fucking seal. Mm. Especially when you're in Australia where they have all of the shit that can kill you. Yeah. Like All of the shit that can kill you by like 4%. It's like our female demographic. The rest of the world is the female demographic of 4%. And Australia is the 96% of shit that can kill you. So six foot five in a black wetsuit, swimming in the open waters. Fucking sharks come up and thought, nice tasty seal. Bang, he's on the surface. The guy's videoing it. Yeah. And he just, it just all you see, because it, I mean, I got it sent through on, um, for my sister lives in Australia. Yeah. So it's WhatsApp and it's kind of fucked up the, the thing. And I went online to try and see it in better definition because, uh, you know. Yeah, want to see someone get well, eaten by a shark. Well, it's just, you know. And who's the one going to hell here? Mine was curiosity. I'm, I'm trying to find it in HD. I didn't look. I didn't look. <laughs> Where's the 4K version? Just listen. I might have had 3D glasses and popcorn. <laughs> but um, he's basically just swimming, and then and then it, it, all you see is this thrash of water, and the guy goes, "Holy shit! The guy just got caught by a shark!" Holy, like like that, and then you hear from the, another guy that was going, "Oh no!" And 
some people think that that's that- him shouting, ah, the oh. guy shouting, but it's not. It's the dude on the rocks nearby going, no, you know, like, yeah. just what else are you going to do? Yeah. And they're just stood and they can't do shit but watch. And this great white just comes up from underneath, vertical attack, yeah. and just goes smack. Doesn't leave the water, yeah. but just boom, takes it. Takes it. And then there's like a thrash, and immediately the the, the thrash of water just turns pink with all mm-hmm. the blood, like immediate, like shockingly fast. Yeah. This thing just must have smushed him. Yeah. Hopefully, he felt fucking nothing, mm-hmm. like just chomped in. Hopefully, just chomped in half and done. Well, it would have gone One through. His, done. Yeah, it probably would have gone through either his neck or his spine. spine or something. Hopefully, so hopefully he didn't take a limb anything. off and then come back for more. Either way, I would have thought you'd probably be in like a complete and utter adrenaline boost shock. You maybe won't feel too much. Yeah, I very much doubt it. It would have happened pretty fucking quick. And then it comes process. back and it obviously starts ragging him about. Yeah. And then what? if you look at it, I can't get it because we're recording on, on the camp and it would disrupt it. Um, seagulls are following the shark prior. Hmm. They must know something's happening because there's about 10 seagulls just already there ready to pick off bits in, in the moment the attack happens. Wow. And they're just there the whole time. And I didn't notice it the first few times I watched it. Hmm. But then... They're just there. And I just thought, fuck, that's so nature. Yeah. Like, no, it just doesn't give a fuck. The seagulls are just like, oh, snacks. Yeah. Snacks. Yeah. Snacks. They're following this giant fucking killing machine. It's like, I'm going to get some snacks. Yeah. And yeah, just fucking done. No, I didn't done. So how long did you say that was? That's, that's like, like three days ago. No, I mean, in terms of like, it, until the that was the most recent shark attack or fatal shark yeah, attack. Yeah, since like, it's... I think it was either 1960 or 1953. Those are the two numbers jumping into my head. But they average, over the time a number of sharks killed, it's something like one attack a year. Mm. One attack a year, but fatally, nothing since like 1960s. Wow. No, I don't know. Like, I literally, that's obviously quite... Um, I imagine that's made... The fact like, that it's caught on video is the worst part. Yeah. Cause you, but you see the vicious stuff. The problem being, though, they're going to want to... Australia is bad for this. Shark attack, they go and hunt that shark out and kill it. Mm. That's not how that shit works. Mm. I mean, we are in... You're, we're in their world, dressed yeah. as a fucking seal. <laughs> like, it doesn't... If they wanted to kill all humans, they yeah. would attack every human that goes in the water, yeah. and they would mash us all. Yeah. We wouldn't have a chance. One fatal attack since 1960... Like, yeah, the shark is... 60s. The shark's doing that because it's hungry. It thinks it's a seal. Yeah. Like, he's out in deeper water, where mm. most humans aren't. The dude's six foot five, athletic... Arm, ex-armed forces, I believe. Either yeah. way, he, athletic dude. Yeah. Out doing swim. So he looks like a fucking seal. It's in a vertical attack, so you can see that tells you one thing. It's not stalked him. It's come up and underneath and seen that from that direction. Mm-hmm. He looks like a big seal. Like, surely by now we've developed wetsuits that can... Why don't we have wetsuits that are like the fucking fish that when you look up from the underneath, they look like the sky. And you look down from on top, they look like the ocean. Like it's simple camouflage. Why don't we just have those fucking things? Why would you things? need it to look like the ocean so you don't get attacked by seagulls? So the seagulls don't snack on your ass. <laughs> yeah, but so you, get fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just fucking... I would want all angles covered. Yeah. See, I wouldn't care about the seagulls, but I think the idea of being out in deep open water for In me, Australia. Yeah, that's, that's unsettling. It's knowing how much depth is below you and not being able to see. I think Four that, and a half metre long shark it was. They reckon four and a half meters. They're scary fuckers, aren't they? It's just a fucking. It's been around since the fucking Prehistoric, dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah, they're still going. That and alligators. They're just. But what's happened is they've, the families come out and they said they don't want the shark killed because he wouldn't want that. 
No. Well, exactly. If he if he was obviously an advocate for yeah. like kind no, of he re- yeah, rocks apparently he really was. This seems like a really top. Bl- but it just gets me like this. People, these f- just good good guys seem to go. Like good people seem to get got, mm. and all the assholes just kind of keep fucking trooping on. Yeah. When's Greg Dissett gonna get eaten by a shark? Yeah. Fucking nobody. Yeah. That'd be a good video. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The, the commentary. <laughs> It took off one of my legs. I can't believe it. I'm not going to be able to squat. <laughs> We'd be pushing him back in. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> throwing chum around. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking throwing more seagulls. Catching seagulls Swaying and throwing them down them with dumbbells. Yeah. There you go. You fucking yeah. curl that, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So, no. Yeah. I, well, I don't listen to the news. I don't read the news because I'm of the idea. I'm oh, yeah. That one, it's it's all news is generally bad news, like unless you specifically go hunting for good news. And if anything that's significant is happening, somebody else will tell you about it. Well, that's what happened with me with the shark. Yeah, my sister obviously was in Australia. Yeah, Emma, Emma reads the news every day, and if anything, if anything matters, she'll tell me. Well, I'm like that, yeah. I've got you or Mark, yeah. We'll so, like. Something I, I, going honestly, on in Australia. It just makes me angry with the world because all it tells you is negative shit. Mm. Like for every bad thing it tells you, there's probably been twenty good things that happened. Like I don't need to hear about the dude that mugged a nana for a ch- fish and chips. Mm. Like just go find the guy, fuck him up, mm. put him in jail, use my taxes to keep him fucking there. Prick. Right? Cool. Tell me about the the people that rescued a girl, you know, from being run over or rescued an animal from a tree. You know, just happy shit that's got somebody who who you know has adopted somebody from a horrible situation they've gone on to be some fucking scholar that's now helping other people like there's millions of these fucking stories we never hear about yeah yeah that's it like i don't know if it's a thing I'm, i surely it's got to be a thing of like just a good news network oh, it's just well focused i've on... started actively following what's it called it's called something good news something and it is just happy stuff that happens mm-hmm. and i also started <laughs> Such a fucking child. So following this other one where it's basically voiceovers of animals. Okay. And it is the best thing your day will ever have. Right. Just, it's just, it's like dogs, you know, when they do like, when they go a bit mental and run around and oh, somebody yeah, just voices yeah. over going, I'm speed, I'm lightning. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Left, right, left, right, right, sofa, 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 back on the floor, left, right, I am speed. Watch me fly. And then it runs yeah. off. And it's just fucking, it's like, that is just brilliant. That is what the internet is for. The, one of my favorite ones is, you know, where it's it's always like an animal that's like charging around fast, but someone's like after it and it's just like, you can't run from the lore. <laughs> There's another one about uh, I, I'm trying to contact you for renewing your um, oh, yeah, yeah. car yes. lease or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. They, but they make me smile. But also, they can send you down a rabbit hole of just staying on your phones. So yeah, you've got to be careful. Got yeah. to be careful. I think just um, if there was like a news channel that literally focused on good stuff, that would be great. Fact, new facts. What would it, people good, wouldn't good news? Yeah, just good news. The good yeah. news channel. People wouldn't watch it though. Not enough people would watch it. It doesn't draw. It would. doesn't draw. It doesn't. It just doesn't draw attention in the same way. But it would it, if it got enough media attention. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be very positive for people's mental state. I think yeah. massively. All the good shit that's happened because yeah. there's so much. I saw a really cool video. I love the the um, videos of Shaq. Like Shaq's a fucking legend. Have he you just seen? fucks around, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's just literally, he's like done everything he needs to do. Because he obviously made a fucking fortune with he obviously being a bas- basketball player. And then 
invested his money very wisely. He owns loads of businesses, loads of properties. And there was this thing, and it literally, like, whenever he goes to a shop, he just buys somebody something. Oh, I've seen it. And have you seen the one where yeah. he just, there's he a kid. dude an engagement ring. Yes. Yeah. And there was another one, there was a kid at a checkout and he just goes to the kid and he's, he's the kid's like 10 or something. And he's like, do you have a bike? And he's like, no. He's like, go and ask your mom if I can buy you a bike. And uh, he just walks off. But he's like, he he's still shocked though. He's just, he's like, he seems like he's miserable. And he's just like, go and pick a bike and hurry up. And, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then, it's just like a mad dad. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then he goes over and he's with the bikes. And he's just like, oh, I used to have one of them when I was a kid. Do you want one of them? And the kid's like, no. And he's just like, oh, all right, okay. Just get what you want. Hurry up. Oh, I want to watch then, that. Yeah. But yeah, he's just fucking such an awesome guy. And he just says like, I've, I've got so much now. I just, I can't keep it all. So every time I go shopping, um, it's more enjoyable to just buy somebody something because it doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah. you know, a, hun- a few hundred dollars on a bike. It's literally... It, imagine how important was a bike to you as a kid. Yeah. Like, dude, that's all I fucking used to do. Home, weather's good, bike. And the fact that fucking Shaq bought you that bike. Oh, imagine, yeah. Yeah. The this, this story. Yeah. You'd never... That's something you that they probably that keep forever. forever. Yeah. yeah. They're never going to get rid of that bike. And you would use the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, you'd, yeah. That'd be like the best present ever. And I think just having that that unique experience because it's not just for the kid as well; it's the family as well. Having yeah. that experience of like having somebody kind of do something completely selflessly. It, it, you know, I I did that one Christmas. Yeah, I was in um, the market in Shrewsbury, and it's got loads of cool stuff. Oh, we went, didn't we? So mm. you know, the the cool hat hat store. Yeah, and the um, so the the. It's it's a permanent marketplace. It's not an outdoor marketplace. It's an indoor marketplace with little restaurants in it and everything. It's basically just a, like a little mall, mm. isn't it? Yeah. In like a, but it's like a big, almost factory unit kind of, but yeah. like a nice looking factory. It's in, it's in a big old school building, two, oh, is it two floors. School? Yeah, because yeah, it's got the big like walkway around the edge, mm. hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it must have been an old factory at some point. Yeah. Something. yeah. It's cool. It's Shrewsbury. Everything's fucking old and listed. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was in the, the hat thing. I was trying to pick out like a hat for my cousin for Christmas or something like that because he wears that Indiana Jones hats. Not ironically either. He just... Yeah, he wears them. And um, there was a little kid in there with his parents and his parents... You know those parents that you see when they're, they're, they're wearing hiking gear but for daily chores? Yes. So you know that they only spend the money on shit that they actually need. Yeah, That's yeah. that mentality of, you know, they have no frivolousness to them, no materialistic shit. yeah, yeah. Because everything is practical. Everything is practical and only bought on necessity because the money's not really there to use it on anything else. Yeah. And this, ah, fucking hell, this kid, man, he was in he was in there and he tried this little fucking like walking hat on. Yeah. Is with the, uh, I think you called him like an Outback hat. Right. You know, like Australian style one. I think it was that. And um, yeah, he said to his mum, I was just there listening because uh, he was really well spoken as well. He's like really polite little, he must have been, seven ish mm. and it's christmas time and he looks and he's trying his hat on his mum goes oh yeah that no it does yeah you, you, it does look good yeah i know and and she turns it over and it's like 30 quid or something mm-hmm. and she just actually goes well you know you know if you save up you save up your pocket money and you know we can maybe come back and get it sometime you know mm-hmm. and he just and the kid not normal kids would be like oh i can't have it why no, nothing he just went okay mum." Mm. And just like no quibble, no qualm about it, and I just like the Grinch. My heart grew like an extra size. I was like, "This is the sweetest child in the world." Yeah. And so they walked off, and I kept staring. He at him. tripped the kid over. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> he walked off and knocked his heel. <laughs> He's walking off, and as I was staring at the child, and people were contemplating bringing the police, <laughs> I just thought, I'm going to buy him that fucking hat. Yeah. And I, went, I got this, and I got this hat and got the brown bag. And I ran after them, yeah. like up towards the market. I didn't, yes, so, so, I, so let's get straight. I stared at a child for a, a part of time, and then coveted something in a brown paper bag yeah, and then chased. ran after the child. Yeah. <laughs> it's not sounding good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they were strolling up and just having a meander through the, obviously all the Christmas stuff was there. And um, I just tapped him on his shoulder. And I, excuse me. And he turned around with his mum. And I looked at his mum and I said, um, I'm, I'm just, uh, I was given a message by Santa uh, and I've come here because I had to find you. Apparently you're supposed to have this. And he couldn't get it to, he, he wanted you to have it now because mm. otherwise it might not have been there for you. So it was just an early present, but it's, it was from Santa. And he, he took the brown bag and he opened it up and his mum, obviously, taller than him. And he just looked up and just went <gasps> to his mum with this face like, yeah. and his mum just looked at me like, what have you done, you weirdo? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, so apparently I said you've been really good. You've been really good, and um, that was all. That was my job. So mm. Merry Christmas, and she just looked at me and just mouthed "Thank you" like that, and I just was like, bounce, skipped off mm. the rest of the day. That's nice. I just fucking. It was just one of those moments. I thought that kid deserves some fucking. Mm. The fact that he was very, he was just he like, okay, not. you didn't. You know, nothing. That was what did it for me. Yeah. Just nothing. Looked at her and was like, okay, mum, mm. and just put it back. And just looked at it. When he put it back, he looked at it for a second and then just walked off. And I remember that look because I had that look for a boxer dog toy in my mum's friend's store that was worth £60. Mm. And I remember looking at that dog every week when I went in for about a year. And yeah. I saved pocket money, a pound a week for a year. Yeah. Uh, so it was about 50-odd quid. I think my mum added in the extra that I needed and I bought that fucking thing after a year. And I remember looking at that dog every time going, you will be mine. Yeah. And then walking out the store. And he had that same look of that hat of, and I just thought, it will be yours. Yeah. Oh, and today it will be yours. Fair yeah. Point, yeah, it just made me feel really good. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was a nice feeling. Mm. Put a little good out into the world. Especially at Christmas. Yeah. 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 I just see his little face, mate, when he opened that bag. He literally opened it. Then just this wide-eyed, just, <gasps> and looks like just, wow. Yeah. Talking about running after strangers. <laughs> when, when I was, it was the other week when I was in London when I went for that light show thing. Yeah, the thing you hated. And, uh, yeah, it, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't great. The thing you said was the worst thing you'd ever done. Worst you thing in, over it. in the entire you can't spend your entire relationship with them. Yeah, because I was literally gonna book a trip to Switzerland for <laughs> euthanasia. That was it. After, after that, I, I, the flights were booked. That's it. You're done. But I needed my COVID jab before I could go. So they wouldn't let me. <laughs> Boycotted it. You were saved by COVID. Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> no, so um, I can't even remember fuck a while, but London, so obviously crazy busy. Yeah. Um, and basically, I just saw somebody who dropped a ring. Uh, they were they were like messing around in their bag. This woman, oh, really? she was in she was in like a tennis outfit like she'd just been playing tennis fuck knows where because we were in the central london what, like the little short skirt yeah, yeah in the middle of london yeah in winter yeah yeah she was like she's a bit weird mm, she was she also wearing 50s. like a fur hat no no she was literally just fully full tennis get up with like a sports bag brilliant was so, it was it was it uh, oh what's the brand wilson was yeah yeah, it yeah. Was. i think it was a wilson <laughs> bag yeah, yeah yeah i think it was uh, and um do you remember head bags head bags 
Yeah, the brand. Oh, head. is it head? Oh, and it's like the yeah. fish. Yeah. Oh, I want one of those. It was like again. a half fish. That was all everyone had at school yeah, for ages. Head, yeah. head bags. I was like, they were the first proper where you had a, a big bag yeah. and it was like cool to have that bag. Yeah. All head. right, I'm going to hunt down one of those. Right, yeah. carry on. Anyway, and just saw that she dropped a ring on the floor and like super busy. I managed to like pick it up. Started like running after her because she'd already like <laughs> she'd already like started going. She was like oh. she was on her phone texting like quite quite engrossed in what she was doing, just like battling through the crowds. It's brave texting in London. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> when I, was, I shouted, excuse me, like a couple of times, but just didn't hear because getting yeah. busy. Got there, and she literally had a fucking she jump heart out attack. of skin. Don't they just Londoners? She was like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> like that. And I was like, Dude. I've got your ring. <laughs> That happened to me. I asked just what I did to get yeah. that same reaction from somebody. What? Asked them the time. <laughs> it was a bloke as well, and he yeah. literally went. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Do you have the time?" And he didn't. You know, you know when they like their brain short circuits, yeah. and he looked at his watch, and his brain clearly went, "You have forgotten how to tell the time. <laughs> Show the scary man the watch." And he just went. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you, you fucking oddity. People in London are fucking weird. They don't talk to each other. It is the busiest place in the country and, and no fucking talks to anybody. Each other, yeah, it's, it's the weird. busiest lonely place in the world. Mm, yeah, was... I fucking, for, for two days, it's brilliant. Mm. Fucking more than two days, it's the miserable fucking asshole of the place. Yeah, I couldn't, not in a million years, could I live. I'd be, I'd be <sighs> exhausted oh. living there. Do you, do you know, I used to have to go down there a lot for work for like castings and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember one time, I went into Topman. Do you, you know where that would be in London? Have you got an idea where that is? The main, a, the top main shop. ones is on Oxford Road. Yeah. So you know Oxford Road, yeah. the main road in London. I actually did some of the signage on that. Did you? Yeah. Right. So you know where it is. Yeah. That's like an old frontage on that building. Yeah. And it kind of it's on a corner. So the building's on a corner, but it doesn't sit flush with the corner. The corner kind of curves around yeah. it. So as the building's front is here. The frontage has like the next building is slightly further forward than that than the top shop top man building or top shop it is. Yeah. So that's there's like a, there's like, like four a, floors yeah. or something, doesn't it? So there's like a corner between the two buildings, but the actual pavement itself rounds all the way round to the outside. Mm. So there's this like little pocket in this corner where there's no point in anyone walking because it's not on the the the, the curve of the pathway. Yeah. And um, I remember coming out of that top the top man in there after it being a bit busy you know pop chat and it was so fucking busy i got almost a little bit like whoa you know, yeah. a bit mad yeah. like where are you all fucking you're not gonna die if you slow the fuck down and i remember just zipping into that little pocket of that corner and just going <sighs> breathe breathe you don't need to punch anyone in the back of the head you don't need to do it. You don't need to dunk punch that woman who stood on your foot in the head who was too busy looking at her phone. Mm. Like, just properly, it's like, I fucking hate this place. And then, do you know what I did? I walked to Soho. Yeah. And I was immediately happy. Because gay people smile. Gay people do smile. Gay people love me. I imagine gay yes. people do love me. I love gay people. Yeah. They're fucking happy, and they're fun, and they're talkative. Yeah. I, I, I like gay people as well. They're great. Jesus Christ. And that is generalizing, but I don't care. Yeah, I'd, but that's the like, trick. Go to yeah. Soho if you go to London. Mm -hmm. It's a happier place. Yeah, and there's a chocky wacky doodah there too. 
Chucky, what the fuck's Chucky Wucky Doodah? It's still going actually. Chucky Wucky Doodah? You don't know what it is? No. Specialist chocolatiers. Okay. You used to make crazy wedding cakes. They would hand sculpt and make them to your like own order. They'd do like tattoo style cakes with angels and roses and whatever you wanted. You could oh, have like awesome. circus animals, whatever the fuck you wanted. They'd make it out of their own chocolate. They'd make it out of their own chocolate yeah. that there was a secret in, like uh, recipe for. So no one can make their chocolate. Oh, right, okay. So chocolate covered cakes. Chucky Wucky, it had its own TV show, Chucky Wucky Doodah. No. Yeah. And it used to be in Brighton, started in Brighton. Then they had the the one in Soho. But then the one in Brighton shut down now. So I assume the one in Soho shut down, which is sad. Or maybe they just moved it all to there. Maybe. I hope so, because it was available. They were very talented. Mm. Yeah. And you could just go in and get hot chocolates and cake. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a good place. What were we talking about? No idea. How did we get onto this? Topic? But we can carry on about what you did last weekend. Oh, right. And we can go into more depth in this. So... Enter, come in to the world of psychedelics and opening your mind to the bigger picture that you can't normally see. So I, first off, let's give you some background. I do not do drugs. Not interested in them. Mm. The whole cocaine, the whole... You know, heroin, not really too interested in that. <laughs> yeah. just, just a little bit. A little touchy touch. Boom. Although, if you're going to pop your clogs and you know you're going to go, mm-hmm. you just no way around it, I'd definitely have a bash. Yeah, give heroin a try. Oh, yeah. If it's that addictive, surely it's, it's got to be, be good. good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you're willing to literally like, lose your entire family and die from it. Mm-hmm. Gotta be a cop. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, okay, well, so yeah. we would do heroin in certain <laughs> situations. <laughs> yeah, so under you, under circumstances that prevailed. Yes. So yeah. Okay. Just a little bit of heroin. Just a little. So yeah. Just, you're okay. So what we're, what we're saying is it's okay to do heroin. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. Title. <laughs> I just tried to breathe, Jack Daniels. That was worse than the Jerry's and Berries. <laughs> That's a sweet burn. That's a burn. It's a deep burn. Just, oh, Christ, just in case going. you're not aware, it's not okay to do heroin. So, yeah, I don't agree with um, the drug use for kind of... I, I just... I don't know. You, you, it's, it's so sketchy, that whole area. People going to raves and stuff like that, and they're taking all these like MDMAs and all this shit. You don't know what's in that what, stuff. What's the term for it? It's like party drugs, isn't it? And the, like, Not that heroin's a party drug. It's like, I suppose, I don't even recreational know. Recreational drug use, isn't it? Is that what they call it? Yeah, but then like, weed is still a recreational drug. Like, yeah. See, even weed, like to me, there's this... I don't think that you can smoke weed all the time and be a normal human being. No, you cannot. No. It, 100%. I, if you smoke weed... All day, every day for, well, not all day, every day. If you smoke weed very, very consistently for years on end, you will be a, you will not be as an intelligent person as you could be. And you will, you're actively zoning out of reality. You're, yes, you're, that's you're it. choosing dis- to check out for a little bit. It does, it disconnects you. And that's yeah. the good thing about it yeah. in small doses. Yes. Is it disconnects you from your hustle and bustle and all the craziness and lets you sit back and look at it and, and just break it down into its actual working parts and see where all the shit is and get rid of it. Yeah. And that's... that's You're that's self-medicating so, to a certain extent. Yeah, You're and there's, there's, so. there's a huge push in the field of the use of psychedelics now for medicinal purposes to help reduce depression, anxiety, and a, a whole host of other problems. And there's actually legitimate studies now going on yeah. utilizing DMT, ketamine, and there's one other... Oh, psilocybin. Psilocybin, yeah. And they're all showing amazing results when under stringent dosing, they 
they help provide people with life-altering relief from anxiety and depression and even suicidal kind of uh, thoughts, yeah. as it were. And the reason, but so for me, I when I lost my grandfather, that was a big, big loss in my life. He was he was the big he was the the man that featured throughout my childhood. He he's the person I based a lot of my philosophies off. Mm -hmm. He what he said to me and talked to me. I remember him walking down the street with me. We were going to get my cricket bat handle re uh, rehandled, rewrapped. Re yeah. It's like a rubber. Grip. Yeah, yeah. I so know. I was going to get my my cricket bat regripped with him. We were walking down the street, and I remember. I walked on the roadside to where he was on the pavement and he would always push, get me onto the inside of the pavement. Mm. So he'd walk on the outside, I'd walk on the inside. And I remember him, and I remember at that point asking, Papa, why do you always make me walk on the inside? He said, well, as a man, when you walk on the pavement, the child or the woman goes on the inside. So that if a car or anything bad comes off the road, I have time to protect you and get you to safety away from the road mm. and i remember thinking yeah yeah pops has come on back mm. yeah pops the man and then my mum when i was walking with my mum in manchester the other week when i went down to stay with her um i moved her onto the inside of the pavement yeah and as i did it she went oh that's better i was like what she was like oh well i just i'm used to walking inside because dad used to make me do it all the time my pop-up, yeah. my granddad. And I was like, that's what he did to me. That's where I get it from. And she yeah. was like, oh my God. And it was a real nice little moment we had. And then she, and I said, she goes, do you know why that is? Where it originated? She went, no, she went, it's from fighting dragons. I was like, what? She goes, well, it's from the times when people had swords. So they would put you on the side of them that was away from the sword drawn side. Right. So that if danger came, they would draw their sword, usually from the left hip. Right. And swing it out. Whew, so they would have you on the right-hand side away from the sword draw. Right, okay. Yeah. No idea. It's a lovely little thing. Yeah. Yeah. So now when you walk with them, you should always walk on the outside of the pavement. I don't really pay too much attention. Yeah, you just shove her into traffic. I would, to be Fucking fair. light show. Bink. Bus. Mm. The thing is, she's really fast. Though, so like, I wouldn't have to worry. She'd be gone. <laughs> She'd I'd be off. She would be gone. Yeah, I'd still be stuck Dangerous there. to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, literally, she's fast because she, you know, she does athletics and she's good at running and jumping. And she has a stride and yeah. long legs. Yeah, very long legs. And also, she's extremely astute oh, to yeah. the very smallest yeah. detail. She I would feel have she's known. Like a, like a like a rabbit. She's she almost like, she's almost like a precog from yeah, fucking, fucking from, from uh, what, what's it called? What's it called now with Tom Cruise? <laughs> Minority Report. Minority Report. Yeah, yeah. She can. She's There's that. a Ford Nova coming around the corner at twenty-seven miles an hour. Yes. They're accelerating at a speed of three miles per foot. Yeah. The, the, the lady driving, her glasses have slipped off her nose, and she. <laughs> She's reaching down to get them now. She's reaching down to with change... With her blurred vision, she, she, do, do, she does not see us approaching around the corner. They're reaching to change the CD to house music from 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, um, she yeah. would be... She, like, the thing is, does, you know, some people just have, like, tendencies and then that makes them good at certain things. Yeah. Like, Emma's a really good shot with, like, when we, do like, use air rifles. She, every, everything that's, like, very precise and requires, like... Multiple things to happen yeah, in, like just, in, in a linear fashion. Yeah, yeah, just super sharp. So genuinely, if something like that did happen, she she'd know about it before. Like she wakes up super like on the the slightest noise, and she'll know if it's not a normal noise. <laughs> That's a really big cartoon image what? of Emma like locking into all the sounds. 
car sound, acceleration, chavy car, chavy driver. And it's like going ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And then it's a cartoon of her doing that and being aware. And then it cuts to you and you're a bit like Scooby-Doo's and you just go, oh. Yeah. No, no. Realistically, it would be just be. She's like, still asleep. And then she hits you and you just go, yeah. Normally, Emma will wake me up if there's noise and she'll be like, there's noise. And I'm like, fucking so what? And then she's like, I've heard a noise downstairs. And I'll be like, right, okay. And if, if and then if she, nudges, if she nudges me again, take the bat. If she nudges me again, and then I'm like, all right. So then I'll just stroll downstairs naked, still asleep, Bloody just ready hell. to tackle. There you go. Naked well, no, I'm literally just there because I know nothing's down there, and if there is. I'm going to scare him off because I'm naked. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever fancied a Greco-Roman wrestle with Lou in the nude. Yeah. Just, yeah. I've got, there you go. I've, got a, I've got a mason jar full of olive oil ready to <laughs> oil gonna myself. You're going to see a crew caster in your living room with some baby oil going, come on, Lou, let's yeah. get it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, shit. But anyway, so I, I don't need to worry about Emma. She'd literally, so, she'd leap the car before and I'd, yeah. just, I'd get hit by it. So circumnavigating back to psychedelics from Lou being naked and getting wrestled in oil. <laughs> tangent. That's just a t-shirt. That's all mm. we need is tangent. Yeah. Fucking hell. We need to get on that. Yeah, we, we do. We do. Crewcast, mate. Before we tangent on t-shirts, we need to go back to psychedelics. So. so, yeah, there's been these medical studies, obviously a lot done now, and they're coming through to, uh, um, you know, a scientific approach has been adapted to a lot of these psychedelics that have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. People de- dealing with like trauma or yeah. kind of almost like PTSD like symptoms. It, there's, so, yes. there's a lot of evidence that the these psychedelics, because they can put you in such a such a unique state that completely disconnects you from reality, which is where obviously most of your anxiety lies in kind of in the real yeah. world. Yeah. Um, well, it gives you fresh perspective. The reason it gives you a different perspective, well, well, first of all, yeah. So, yes, you're correct. The fact that all these scientific studies are now being put into practice is a really great thing to show how beneficial these products are. And they're not just some hippie thing where you go on to see bright colors. They're a, they're a, a, a lesson. Mm. They're way, and so when I lost my grandfather, it was it was, in, it was a not awkward. It was an unfortunate fashion. Because he went the day before I was supposed to take him out for our weekly beer. Mm. And I felt like I'd missed my moment with him. Like I, I felt like I'd let him down. Yeah. Because the day was, the worst was we put we put it off one day. Yeah. Because it was thundering down with rain. Yeah. So, and taking him out in the rain was a risk to him. Because he's an elderly guy, he's 99 years old. Yeah. So to push him in a wheelchair down to the pub in the rain. Because you couldn't really get, because it was walking distance to the pub. Yeah. You couldn't, and getting him in a car was a whole ordeal. Yeah, that was a nice thing for him is I could just wheel him, yeah. you know, down to the pub, and he just, you know, a nice view of the gardens and all the way down and stuff because a lovely area where he was he was staying, and um, so I felt like I don't know, it was it was a it was a hard hit for me. It, it took a lot a, a lot out of me when he went, Mm-mm. and I had researched for years, and I mean, I'm I'm not joking when I say years. Ever since I've heard of it on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. I'd researched uh, di- uh, dimethyltryptamine, which is uh, commonly known as DMT. Now this is a heavy a heavy psychedelic like very it's probably one of the top psychedelics in terms of the reaction you get when you take it the visuals the the journeys you go on the way it uh, opens up your mind it is one of the it's like the high diving board of the psychedelics world yeah. so um but I was just intrigued to I read so many stories and obviously Joe Rogan taking it and spoke a lot about it on his podcast yeah 
And anyway, I was um, in Ireland and I actually got into in touch with a shaman who used to take people on journeys and did it in a, an actual a, a ceremonial way. Yeah. And I learned all these things from him and through him. And, and anyway, I ended up going on and, and utilizing an ayahuasca-style DMT trip. And I've done a few since then, and they have been the most healing things I've ever done. They've helped me through some really tough patches in life. But the main thing that I've found from them, other than the fact that you, which we'll get onto, which you now understand, that it makes you see everything in a very different way, but through your own eyes to the fact that it is real what you're seeing because you're awake and you are lucid and you can verbalize what you're seeing yeah. and you can talk to somebody else who's also on the same trip level yeah. as you and they can see the same thing and talk to you about the same description. So things like your vision goes 4K, you can count eyelashes on someone's face when they're close to you. Yeah, it's look, insane. So some, some people have asked me about this and you know, you've mentioned and I've heard it said like you've got HD vision. That's like a thing that's yeah. said quite a lot but that doesn't really sum it up because... So the reason that you can now justify this is because you had a... I had a little taster. You had a taster of a, of a, of a low-dose vaporization version. Vapor, yeah. not a word. Vaporization? <laughs> that's, I don't think that's a word. Vapor, vaped. Just say vape. You, the, you, yeah, you had oh, a vapable version of a very low-dose. Not going to blow you to the moon. Just What's like a... If If... <laughs> Vape nation. Vape nation. If you were, if you, if you classed it a full DM trip as going into a house, you were at the garden gate. Yeah. So you just got the, 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 the visual representation of what it leads into. Yeah. Yeah. And you now understand. Yes. Yeah. It was like Lex has spoke to me about this a lot, and I've watched multiple videos on it, and you can't really get that much of a comprehension of it. And I still, obviously, I've got far, far further to go, but now I actually get a bit more of an idea because I've tried some um, kind of hallucinogens yeah, well, in the past. Yeah, exactly. thing, I, I haven't. I've, I've had, um, you can order them online. You can order uh, truffles and stuff like that online. Mm. It's like, uh, but I had truffles. Mm. They were just like, they made you just feel like you're happy drunk without any kind of residual hangover or anything like that. Uh, my friend and I tried them, and expecting some kind of a little bit of a journey, but nothing really so, at all. I, yeah, like I've had mushrooms like years and years ago, and they felt it's really hard to explain the difference, but they felt like I was hallucinating. And really, um, so imagine can you remember those like things that you had at school that were those translucent, like pieces of paper that they put over the projector, and yeah. then you could like oh, layer yeah. them up so you could have yeah. like images. So when I was hallucinating, you've got reality, and then it felt like somebody had flipped one of those translucent layers over the top. So there was la there was stuff that was on top of reality. Huh. With DMT, it felt like somebody had lifted, lifted the layer, the and real it was what was underneath reality. Yes. So opposed to a layer being added, it was a layer being removed. And, and this that, is why it's so, so... It felt very different to anything well, that I've done before. We produce dimethyltryptamine. In our own bodies. It's what people are flooded with in those near-death experiences that they're able to talk about. They're, we're flooded with it when we go, mm. regardless. But those that talk about the near-death experiences, if you go and watch a Netflix 
special on this the thing i think it's called like uh, near death experience or something like that or coming back from death or something like that they're basically describing a dmt trip yeah like picture for picture it's insane you'll understand when mm. you watch the thing you'll be like and and obviously if you experiment more you'll you'll and you'll just be like oh shit they're describing yeah. that. so the fact of is is we we produce this within our own body and that's important because what it means is that this this the DMT is designed to work within our own natural pathways already. Unlike psilocybin or LSD and all these things which are exogenous mm -hmm. and cause our brain to fire in ways that it maybe otherwise wouldn't, DMT utilizes our own pathways that the brain should be firing along and that we have the, the, the ability to, to link but can't anymore yeah. because we basically oxidize the so for those that are dm you can find dmts within nature it's everywhere it's in the food that we eat all the time it's just it's inactive because we have an enzyme that basically breaks it down and oxidizes it the moment it hits our gut mm -hmm. so it, it, it's never active but there's i have a theory that so this same enzyme that <clears throat> breaks down the dmt and stops it being active is the same one that we require to digest some meats okay Mm. So if you think back to times when maybe we were more tertiary eaters, where we would eat infrequently eat meat, only when it was hunted in small amounts and not like today we eat it every single day. Yeah, we, and we rely were probably, heavy on We rely more heavily on the land and yeah. all that. Yeah, um, there was probably a point where we were living off the land much, much more and we were utilizing the DMT from within our diet and we were probably on a higher plane most of the time as just a normal life. Mm -hmm. And it puts you more in touch with everything. You can see almost like the energy, you can almost see and feel the energy that is around you and in things and you can sense even past energies. Yeah, one of the things like, so for me again, it obviously it was like you said, kind of the garden gate. It was quite subtle. Yeah. The thing that was most surprising. So, firstly, it hit out of nowhere. So, like, there was nothing, and then all of a sudden, but this, this is this is the the vape style of of it. This is I don't really like that so much. I found it fascinating. It is, it is, and because you were still so lucid, yes, you were able to just completely talk to me whilst you were doing yeah. it and tell me exactly what was happening. That was the thing that was amazing. I was literally just me, exactly the same as I'm on a podcast. I could have gone and made a fucking cheese sandwich. I could have, like I was just normal yeah. Lewis. In that state, yes, there was yeah. there was yeah. Again, further it, down, it, it would plant you a little more. Yeah. But then I was, I'd just been dropped into this other, like this. You just dropped into a reality that was not always there. It's something you can't always see, but it's always there. Yeah. And there was just so much more to reality. And it's I so interesting you describe mushrooms as being a layer put over it and the DMT as a layer unveiled. Yeah. That is so crazy because I've just never had the mushrooms. Yeah. But to me, this is so important. People, honestly, people with who've suffered tragedies or real upheavals in life and things like that this the great thing about it is when you go deeper it will make you face things but not in a bad way it yeah. makes you face them in terms of it shows you what they are it shows you the trigger of what causes the feeling every that from what this situation was yeah. and the feelings that you're now feeling from it the triggers that cause those feelings and it shows you these triggers so that now you know why you feel that way because of this thing and now that you know the reason you feel this way you no need no longer need to feel it because now you know why you were feeling it because yeah. of this invisible trigger that was constantly setting you off yeah. and it that can free people it can actually free people because now they're aware and it's usually the things that you're unaware of that make you upset or make you depressed or make you feel low energy or make you feel worthless. You don't know why, but you know you feel those things. 
And one thing, one sense, just as an example, I learned that during, well, fuck it, I'll talk about it. During, obviously, the, the disintegration of my marriage and having to start leading separate lives, there's a point where there's a real struggle to do that. Mm-hmm. We're still living together. And, you know, there was a point where we it was very obvious we needed to part. Yeah. But I had a lot of anxiety in letting that happen because I just, in my nature, I don't want people to suffer or be in any kind of... I don't like people being felt to be alone or in need. Yeah. And I... So I was struggling to, to have that separation and... And, and, and let it go until they were in the perfect place for them to go. Yeah. Which was obviously never going to happen. Yeah. There's never a perfect time for something not, like that. No, never. It's, it's terrible for There's, everybody. No, it's, so it's, it's always going to be bad. There's always going to be upheaval. It's always going to be hurtful. It's always going to hurt. But I realized um, on one of my journeys that uh, the feeling that I was having was triggering. The, the reason I was having such a strong feeling towards it was because the situation was triggering a feeling I had for my mum when I was about eight or nine years old. And she was really upset and she was struggling. She There was no one there to help her. And I was eight. And I remember in that moment, the memory came back to me. I wanted to grow up in that moment and become a man mm-hmm. so I could help my mom yeah. and, and remove this this problem for her. Mm-hmm. Be the, you know, the man. And this situation was triggering that emotion. So the emotion I, feel, I was feeling was not actually for the situation. I was okay with the situation, but the emotion I was feeling was the trigger for the memory I was having from my mom being in a similar situation. Yeah. So the moment I realized that, within a week, everything was resolved. Yeah. Bear in mind, it had been six months. Yeah. Yeah, I can see... Huge. I can see how... Um, the the changes in perception because, like you said, well, it for just, me, it shows you. Yeah, you see a lot more. It, almost, it's like your brain's bringing forth these words for you to to, to listen to. It's it's like you know you have the answers, you just can't you're not accessing them until you're given this opportunity, and it all, it shows you the problem, and then it slowly layers on the solutions yeah. to the point where you go literally out loud, oh my god and then you have this moment of absolute realization it's it's almost like because obviously when people you know people people have problems one of the best things to do is to talk to yeah, somebody about 100%. it so whether that be you know a therapist or talking to a friend who you trust to to you know somebody who doesn't have an agenda yeah somebody who, yeah, yeah someone who's got your best interest at heart and somebody who's you know Relatively got this shit together. Um, <laughs> well, no, that, not even that. Somebody who just can can look at things in a good black and white context, yeah, and doesn't take a side too easily, and just makes yes. you and opens up things to you, like saying, "Well, why do you feel that way?" Yeah, rather than telling you why. Yeah, because that's it. I think a lot of the time with um, with therapy, a lot of the time it's not that they're not going to listen to you and be like, "Okay, you need to do this." They're not going to just give you answers. No, they never do. A big part of that is going to be you discover the answers for yourself and part of the that process is the conversation when you start to verbalize things that's when you start to process things in a in a bit more of a thorough way yep. a lot of the anxiety and the stress and the depression that we have they're like they're not necessarily logical thoughts they're just feelings that aren't fully formed thoughts so when we have to verbalize them to somebody else we've got to process them a little bit better and i imagine when you're kind of doing psychedelics it almost it it bypasses that 
process of needing to have a conversation. It just presents forward some of that information that you've buried that deep down. You don't even realize there's a connection anymore. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, this is actually that. Yeah, and it and kind of just pushes it forward, pushes it to the front, breaks the chain, mm. breaks the chain of that emotion, feeling circular, just coming back circularly all the time. Yeah. So just boom, because you're cyclic, aren't you? If you can never break the chain, it's just a cyclic emotion that's going to keep returning, keep returning every time there's that trigger. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. The way the way the human brain works is on a date we can't we can't do we can't look at everything that's around us. We we see in. Uh, the, we react in differently within our heads to the, to the environment around us. We can see everything around us, but we can only focus on one thing. Mm. So I can only focus on you now. And I'm aware there's other things here, but I can only focus on you. And our thought process is even slower than that. Our thought process is really linear. We can only think of one thing at a time. Yeah. Otherwise, we get confused. So we become very narrow. We become very narrow in our mindset when we only think of one thing at a time. And what psychedelics do is they take away the, the narrowness of the way our brain wants to work and opens up all of the pathways and takes in all of the environment and all of the answers and all of the questions in one go mm. and then slowly sorts them out for you into an order. Yeah. And that's that's why I think the DMT works so well is because we produce it naturally. It's meant to function within our body. We're, our body is completely and utterly capable of taking every particle of the DMT and breaking it down in its entirety. Yeah. There's nothing in there that's going to keep bouncing around doing something that the body shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Which again is why it's very predictable and in my opinion, one of the better ones to do because you know there's going there's to be a, a, a nice bell curve to it. Yeah. In, deep, out done yeah unlike mushrooms it's like in is it worked has it worked i don't know i'll just i don't know bang yeah and then by that time you might have taken more because you didn't think it was working now all of a sudden you're in an eight hour fucking world of you know yeah and there's no control either <clears throat> as well and, and and again i don't think it makes the brain fire in a normal fashion whereas i think the dmt actually just accentuates the way in which the brain works yeah from my limited very 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 limited experience with it the other day i was completely normal lewis just everything around me had changed, which was a very weird situation that I've never experienced before with any drug. It just that I've allows tried. you to re- to expand that 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 vision that you have, both mentally and visually, yeah. and it allows you take in more. Mm. You're just taking in more. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, again, describing to somebody else, it felt like because there's so much around us we kind of have to filter everything our brain can't process all of the things in great detail that's a good way of describing it we filter out yeah Yeah, which means you miss so much yeah there is there's so much that is just being filtered just because we can't absorb that much information on a daily basis we'd be bombarded by everything yeah and it felt like it would be chaos yeah it felt like that filter just wasn't there for a little bit yeah but it wasn't overwhelming it was i did get a slight feeling occasionally of like a little bit um, but you will because it's something new and not you're absolutely not used to seeing it yeah and so it was anything new is a little bit shall scary I, shall I describe yeah go. like what I kind of saw or go. what it felt like so bearing in mind the setting is hugely important whenever you do anything like that's this that's the same with all do drugs isn't it do fucking not be at a party where some bloke whips out a vape full of some shit and goes hey try this mm-hmm. and 
because it's not going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be uneasy. It's going because there's too much going on, and you it'd be basically like giving you a superpower and and just kicking you out into the world to try and learn how to use super strength mm. without giving you any kind of lessons or anything. Like it's don't do that. So I don't think anyone should do any drug. Unless they are in a controlled environment, in, in a controlled environment, and they're very aware of what that drug does and how researched it how it works, the effects of it, what you're likely to feel, see, hear, taste, even. Yeah, you, know, you need to know every single thing about everything, and you need to be you need to be very very sure that it's something you want to try, and there need to be reasons why you want to try it. Mm-hmm. How and, much time have we got? Uh, we're all right. We're all right. Yeah, what? Okay, we're into an hour and eleven. All right. Yep. Yeah. Um. So. That, that, yeah, you need to make sure you've done your research. You know what to expect. One thing that I will say is whenever anybody does, I, is I broke down anything that you might feel prior to going yes. in. And awareness is huge because if you're aware that you might feel a certain way, when you if you if if that does occur, you're already aware of it. So the moment it happens, you go, oh, yeah, I was told this would happen. And then you relax because yeah. you were told and then it flows. It's when one of the biggest sayings with DMT is if you resist, it will persist. Mm. So if you if something starts to happen and you start to try and fight back against it, it will just trap you in that moment. Yeah. Because so, the idea is, is it, you need to let things things take you. You need to let them take you. And if you fight it, like we spoke about this with, um, uh, well, we'll call him TRT Doctor. Mm. Uh, Imran. Imran. But I don't know if we, if we remember. Will you remember Imran? Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Imran. He's done some actual, he's been involved in scientific tests of with use, utilizing DMT, although he used 5-NMAO DMT, which is fucking, whoop, that's like super rocket DMT. It's, I'm pretty sure, he's, I think that's what he said he used. Yeah, it was the super. And then super even people. when he did, I think he did one on normal DMT as well, but they hit him with like five times the normal dose because they were, they were testing threshold variations and stuff. Yeah. Like, and he said when he fought it, it was like, everything was going crazy because he was fighting, fighting, fighting. And the moment he relaxed, he just, boom, gone. Yeah. And so this is a huge, huge thing with it. And and if you if you were to like giving it by like for some fucking idiot who told you nothing, thought it's funny for you to take it, you're gonna have a horrible time because it, it's gonna be so overwhelming. Yeah. So yeah, research doing it in a, so the the environment in which Lou had it was very structured. There's a certain playlist playing with binaural tones involved within the playlist. Uh, nothing was overly lit. Everything was softly lit, and we were very comfortable, relaxed prior. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's probably applicable to most drugs or alcohol or mm-hmm. anything. If you want to get the best experience, make sure you're in a nice environment. So, Ooh. we gone. So, and last week we had a fuck up with this camera and we didn't know. And the problem with this fucking thing is you don't know until post. Mm. Everything looks normal, but the file comes up as a DAT file, which is just a data file. And no matter what I did, it was 24 gigs worth of a DAT file, which is why we lost. I actually edited out a lot of the last week's podcast to shorten that blackout, yeah. unfortunately. Luckily, we talked about inane shit that I could just wipe out quite quickly. Yeah. We, talk, we, we lost a lot of your conversation about um, T-shirts with obscure names on them <laughs> as a result. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so if anybody knows, as far as I could see, a DAT file is just an error where the camera hasn't put its codec onto the information it's been recording and there's it just it's unsafe i just could not bring it back but so we're trying to avoid that now seems to be an error with the updates in the phones compared to canon's app because canon you suck okay carry on that's a perfect segment that we can edit out if something goes wrong (laughs) because no one knows what that means anyway but yeah so um in terms of what happened when i took a few hits of the vape bear in mind 
very low dose. We're yes. talking a couple hundred milligram in an entire mill of vape liquid, yeah. which is super low, super yeah. low. So the first thing I noticed, because again, dim lights, they bloomed up quite a lot. Yep. Um, and it wasn't artificial. Like everything didn't light up. It was just around the lights, literally as if there was a dimmer switch and that dimmer switch got cranked right up. Yeah, um, Bloom is a good word. Yeah, and the, 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 the TV was on and there was a fireplace mm. kind of like display on there, which was probably a little bit too intense because... Rapid not, movement. Yeah, it was very... It was, the fire was flickering, it was quite fast, and the the bezel of the TV almost folded back on itself to the point where the fire just felt like it was in the room. Yeah. And the the flames seemed to speed up a lot. Um during this period of like kind of getting into the trip a little bit like there was it felt a little bit manic there was a little bit like fuzziness and jitteriness and i I could kind of feel myself elevating into into the trip that's where the brain is opening up yeah and you're taking in more information than you used to so it starts to feel a little chaotic which can be expected with these things but that's when you are told, well, if you feel that it's speeding up and it's just, just don't resist, let it take you. And the moment you did that, mm. you said, is that, you asked me, you went, is that, is that fire doing something? And I just went, just breathe. I remember I started counting you. Yeah. One, two, three. And you just went, boom. And yeah. you were all right again then. Yes. Immediately you were okay. Like within a second. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was literally just because it was, everything was just so crazy so quickly because it literally went from naught to a hundred. Well, not like not. You, to you went to about not to, not yeah, yeah, not to not to very Honestly, noticeable. You went to about fifteen. That's, that's no, that's fine, but <laughs> yeah. like it was, it was just the speed in which it happened. You just, like, yeah, it I, will. I've got used to smoking weed where it, it's super gradual and you just like ease your way into it. Whereas this, I was like nothing. Within a few seconds later, I was like boom. Within like See, thirty the, seconds, I'm in a different fucking world. Yeah, like. Uh, which is true with the vape, it's the way it happens. But see, I, I, the ayahuasca style of doing it, which is the way I would personally think is the most beneficial in terms of you, you having a life change. Well, not, yeah, yeah I suppose yeah, it's say life changing. Yeah. It is a life altering or a, a, a clarity within your life. I think the, because. I think there's, a, there's an ayahuasca sign which you do it where it lasts three hours, but you have to drink an inhibiting brew before, which stops that enzyme that breaks down DMT from breaking it down. It, it basically um, binds with that enzyme and makes it inactive for up to, I think it's like four or five hours it lasts, but the DMT will run out before that does anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because unless you, what they call breakthrough on DMT, so whilst you're still awake and lucid, you are still within the garden. You're not in the house. Mm-hmm. At any point, when you break through, you are asleep. Yeah. You literally just nah, little nod off, and you'll be gone for ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. But you go to f- you fucking go to outer realms. Yeah, you go to the next dimension. Yeah. So I've never done that. I've never broken through that way. Yeah. And I don't. I don't really have a desire to, mm-hmm. because it feels a little more like you said. There's a little bit more of the chaos to it, but also it's, it feels like it's not. I feel like when you do it the other way, when you like people do ayahuasca trips, I feel like you you are led into it. You you do break through. I've definitely broken through during that time, but it's 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 you're taken rather than dropped in. Yeah, 
And I feel like you, you've gone much more of a journey and an experience. Don't get me wrong, I do think breaking through, you, you, you will have moments, but there's so much in such a short period of time. Even though time kind of becomes irrelevant when you're in it, yeah. it will seem much, 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 much longer than the time you're in. But there's no way of getting around that you're only really gone for 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. So there's so... I remember asking you, I was like... Oh, how long has it been? Yeah. yeah, how long has it been? Because it felt... Because it was only like five to 10 minutes or something. Yeah, that's literally all it'll last. With the, with the vape anyway. And that would that's all it would last even if you broke through. But yeah. because it's all or nothing. Yeah. If you then that, And my point did... So my point was, if you don't break through, you won't learn shit. Yeah. You won't do anything other than have these realizations of, oh, fuck, there is definitely more. Mm-hmm. around us you will have that but you will not learn anything or or meet the goddess or go on these these journeys of, of real inward kind of yes. challenge it was very because you're still open-eyed and lucid yeah, yeah yeah and so my issue with the vape is if if you don't break through within like the first couple of moments of taking it your brain is oxidized so fast by the dmt that it then becomes impossible to kind of break through and you have to leave it to reset for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. so it's kind of you either you either make the jump or you you don't get there yeah, that and, did, and all did you'll get is crazy me, visuals that yeah. did happen to me because i um i've not got much experience using like a liquid vaporizer and I was trying to, because I remember trying my friend's like e-juice vaporizer thing and it making me cough like crazy. Yeah, so, so weird because you will smoke the dry herb weed, no issue whatsoever. Yeah. And with this though, you had some kind of like... It made bl- me cough. Mind block. But yeah, it, but what I think it was, because I was all right after, I think because I was trying to inhale it very softly and like not really take a, just a, a deep pulse. To, I was there like yeah, slow and steady. You have to breathe like it's a normal breath. Yeah, just... and, I, and I was going slow and steady and I think that's what actually made it more tickly for my throat. Yeah, maybe. And then when I was able to take a proper pull on it, that's when it was actually fine. So mm. yeah, I think me being more cautious made it worse. But that's just because me remembering last time I tried to use one of those like uh, e-juice vaporizers, just making me cough and splutter. Was that, did it have actual nicotine stuff in it? It had nicotine in it, and, Dude, it, and it they, was like some kind of horrible... They blow your like ass out. I remember my... Minty si- flavour. Because over COVID, my Look. sister, my younger sister came to stay, and she was vaping. Yeah. Thankfully, we've reduced her down now to like fuck all nicotine vape thing to get her off it. Mm-hmm. But she had... Uh, I I got her a vape here because her bro- hers broke, so I ordered her one in, and I ordered like a tank thing. I didn't know what I was ordering, so I just ordered a good one. Mm. She was like, Jesus Christ, like this thing's... Poof. Yeah. You know? But so she put it in, and I was like intrigued by it because she was pluming it out. Like, yeah, I was like, "Does it taste nice?" She was like, "Have a go." I was like, "All right." I, I, now I have I have taken cigarettes off people who yeah. said that I don't smoke because uh, I just can't hack it. Like you know, oh, you know, one of their arguments was always, "Oh, you just didn't like it because it made you cough a lot when yeah. you tried it." I was like, "No, it didn't." They were like, "Whatever." And I remember taking a cigarette out of someone's mouth, yeah. and then sucking on it as hard as I could, like in front of their face, staring, like doing the eye stare, like. Yeah. <laughs> holding it in and then just going and blowing it in their face and yeah. I went see it's just disgusting and then giving it in the back yeah. and um, so with this vape thing I was like well fuck you know I can do that with cigarettes and with cigars and mm. whatever it's never bothered me I literally went the moment it hit the back of my throat I was like I was coughing like a fucking 19 year old dog yes I was like, what That's the what I was like. fuck mm. what the fuck but the, that what you had zero nicotine is just yeah, just yeah. A, it's just a, I think it a, a, I think it's because so my mental, only experience be with it before thing. I was I was I was just cautious but anyway so let's actually go back to what I experienced yeah so firstly lights bloomed up light bloom the TV kind of 
didn't become a TV anymore. It With kind the of flames. the edges rolled back, and then it the TV became the, the flames became almost real. They were I could still tell that they were on a on a surface. You lost perception that they were in within a TV. Yes, yeah, yeah. it became very real, and they seemed to move extremely fast. Which, yeah, until you relaxed, until and then I they relaxed. stopped immediately. Yeah. What it felt like as I was dropping in, the only way I can describe it, imagine someone's got a massive fat book and they're just flicking through the pages and just going like, and you can hear the pages flickering and they're flap, flapping down. And then all of a sudden, when you reach the page that you want to get to, which is the, the level of the trip that you're yeah. at, depending on how much you've inhaled, really then the book's just open. So really, you've just got really, like really. flicking through pages and then the book's open. It's a really good analogy. That's how it felt. And then everything is just calm, and then you've got all the information you need. You're at the page you want to be at, um, and it was very peaceful. And then I was like, "Oh, oh, I'm here!" And, it, and yeah, and, it, yeah. and that kind of air being sucked out of the room again. I struggled to understand what that kind of meant, but it was—it's the sound. It's just the silence. Everything just all of a sudden becomes very crisp. And bear in mind, you, we have music playing here as well. That is 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 helping in this moment yeah. as well it's very it's it's a very specific playlist full yeah. of specific music design for this with with binaural tones going on it's very soft there's almost lots of kind of not, not like harps but you know what i mean that kind of yeah. en- enya type-esque yes. stuff yeah you lose the the kind of the, the the static that we hear that all just disappeared and have you ever been somewhere that was so peaceful and you're like fuck i can't hear a thing yeah it was like that there and is it, there is one tune that is just honestly one of my favorite things yeah. in the world. Oh, is that what you were telling me about? Or oh, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I'll, uh, it feels honestly, it, it's it's the same sensation I believe you'd have if you were to be in space mm. in zero gravity, yeah, with floating. your eyes closed, and just an utter moment of peace. It is what this one style of music just creates when you're within that realm, and it's just. And it goes on for like 15 minutes, and it's absolutely beautiful. Actually, it's Alan Watts. Um, it's the Beretta soundtrack to what he uses for the Alan Watts meditation that I tell people to use in the morning. It's on my playlist. If you go on Spotify and search Wake Up Lex Griffin, it's like a nice, happy morning playlist or just a get-yourself-kind-of-going playlist. And it's got an Alan Watts meditation in there where he talks you through it. That background music that's in there, it's that music, right. which is why he uses it for the meditation. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so yeah, flicking through the pages, flicking through the pages, and then just like everything's All calm, stops. everything's yeah, you just there. And before I get into the actual like visuals of what things look like, the there was a sensation, um, or like a a feeling that was kind of a familiar feeling, but this doesn't really sum it up that well. But this is as close as I can get. So imagine that you've just opened a door to a secret party that's going on. And you've just opened the door and walked in. And then every, like the party's just like stopped and everyone's like looking at you for a second. And then you kind of walk in and you close the door behind you. And then everyone's just like, oh, and then just carries on at the party. And then you're just, you're in. So you have this like moment of realization of you've just discovered something. And then everybody's looking at you and you feel a bit self-conscious. And then you get accepted and then you're just part of it. So that was it. There was like <laughs> a bit of a so discovery self-conscious slightly and then acceptance and you just couldn't enjoy the environment that's the only way i can and that's the feeling that i had and any troubles you have are attacked in the same way yeah showing it yeah so the moment of oh there's that thing yeah acceptance of what it is yeah and then how you move past it Mm. so yeah that that's the that's the feeling that kind of went with it 
And then I was just, like I said, I was just me. And visually, everything was more so that again the hd thing that doesn't sum it up 4k you, you is, could you yeah. can look at a hd tv or a 4k or an 8k tv and be like oh shit that's like that's super crisp that looks yeah. great it's more it's, than that yeah it's insane it, it's and more than point, what you can normally see so you can't come you can't compare that to anything that you can see because it's just that much more extreme and the crazy thing is 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 if you're in a lucid state with somebody else like that and you point out something and you say to them see that thing over there you go, yeah describe that to me now with the details you see yeah. they will describe to you without you kn- without knowing exactly what you're seeing yeah. and so you'll be like what the fuck yeah. we are here now correct yes you and i are talking yes we are not in any kind of dream, we are lucid, we're talking to each other, we're in a physical environment. Yes, yes. So why the fuck can't we see that on a normal goddamn day? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's bizarre. And just the 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 room became everything. So I, I, I had like several moments where things were slightly different. So at one point, everything was very perfectly rendered. All of the, the surfaces were very crisp and clean yeah everything was clean it was almost too perfect you know in some of those early stages where they tried to do kind of cgi films and they they weren't you couldn't see the grit and dirt. yeah yeah yeah, there wasn't enough imperfection in them so they looked artificial because they were too perfect everything almost became a little bit like that everything gets smoothed out everything's very sharp all the edges on everything become very pronounced and everything the depth between everything becomes much more noticeable Obviously, we're in a three D environment where we can perceive, perce- like perceive, perceive, perceive yeah. depth perception, but depth becomes more apparent. Yeah. Um, and although everything's in more detail, the imperfections do get like glossed over slightly, which is kind of hard to explain. That will change, though, dependent on where you're at at yeah. certain points. That is an initial stage. Okay. Yeah. So that's what, so again, if you all of this is just what I've if had. If you were to focus on imperfections, it would start to show you the imperfections. Right. But then it would also show you why you don't need to focus on those imperfections or why they are a good thing. Okay. This is the wondrous thing about it. So you hear about people have ayahuasca trips and things like that. And they, so ayahuasca is different and it has, so the thing that stops the enzyme from breaking down the DMT is called an, an MA, an MA, an MI, MAOI, an MAOI inhibitor. Mm-hmm. Ayahuasca has a self-inbuilt MAOI inhibitor when mm-hmm. you have it. That that it's two things, two leaves brewed together. So the ayahuasca trips can last eight hours mm-hmm. or much longer because they ha- it's a, it, they're, they're in conjunction with one another. Whereas the DMT one is it requires a it's a C called Syrian rue, and it's the harmalas within Syrian rue that inhibit the enzyme, which then allow the DMT to be active which is probably what we ingested more at some stage in our species evolution yeah or civilization some which we now know were wiped out way early and had to restart many times over Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to graham hancock or um what's he called randelson um you don't know you don't know about this oh shit oh i've got some podcasts you need to listen to you need to listen to graham hancock and Oh, it, uh, Kevin's wrong. It's Randleson. Uh, oh, you idiot, Lex. Are you thinking it's of Ke- Kevin Randleman? <laughs> it's offensive. Yeah, Randleman. Jesus, yeah. yeah, what a monster UFC fighter. Uh, no, no, now you've got Randleman in my head. You <laughs> and my brain's like, yep, that'll do. Kevin Randleman. What was it I said? Randleson. Randleson, yeah. I want to say something like Carl Randleson. I think that's wrong. Search Ke- Graham Hancock, Randleson. They work together a lot. And they have proven that 
So they basically uprooted the entire history of human evolution in terms of, well, human civilization, sorry, not evolution. They've proven that what we used to think was the start of our archaeological age where we were able to understand maths and astrology and architecture. Mm -hmm. They've proven that we we knew this 10,000 years prior to what archaeology has previously told us. Because they there's this discovery of Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, which dates back to something like a, I think it's like eleven thousand. So they think that we we've only been able to build megalithic structures since about six thousand BC, mm-hmm. whereas uh, Gobekli Tepe dates back to like eleven thousand BC, mm-hmm. which also dates back to a point where they believed there was a cataclysmic occurrence that wiped out most of the known humanity at the time. So then we started again, and we started again. Um, They've now found an impact site in Greenland under the ice where they've taken core samples that show evidence of an impact 11,000 years ago where there's enough of it. It would have been a three-kilometer-wide asteroid that landed and would have caused basically a nuclear winter, essentially. Yeah, Yeah. an extinction extinction event. Yeah. Right. Okay, so before we go off too much down that route definitely the, tell me no, about the route's that important though because yeah. there's a time where we weren't eating like we were eating and we were using much more well, land, we've, and we, yeah, and we were probably restarts. much we were eating foods that were inhibiting like this Iowa, like the ayahuasca plant the, it, it grew, these people found this this was found years and years and years ago they found Rome they found Roman artifacts where wine vases where they've been they've been preserved in such a way that they've been able to analyze what was in the in these wine jugs mm-hmm. and what the ingredients were and they were spiked they used called it spiced wine. It's in all the literatures you can read. And in this is an ayahuasca-like plant that was around at the time. I can't remember the name of the plant. You can research yourself. It'll pop straight up. The they were they were their generals used to go and do these trips. And there's this huge. You can read it in their in their scriptures about them visiting the goddess before battles. Mm. They used to go and basically do fucking ayahuasca ayahuasca trips yeah. or DMT trips prior to battles to get information from the fucking goddess from the universe about what to do and where to deal with issues in civilization what was going on and, and where they should go and where they should travel and where should they conquer and how they should rule mm-hmm. this is what our fucking politicians should be doing now yeah. for fuck's sake it was, you know it's just it's get boris there we go further down dude comment Oof. if you're on youtube comment get boris on dmt <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go do it for the algorithm <laughs> yes do it for the algorithm it, it all helps um but honestly anyway, it's, 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 it dates back so so far this is not this is not something that we've started using now they used it in, in from from thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago to, to civilizations we didn't even know existed we're yeah. using it but the bible if you want to go that far the burning bush they've proven that burning bush is a psychedelic bush all right there's go fucking google that shit Mm. it's a common bush and it's the same one i think the romans used and there's a name for it um that i do not know i could research now but i can't because the fucking phones been used to film the camera and it's a it's a it's a psychedelic bush it's what they used to use to spice the wines so if you had this bush that was burning near you you're inhaling the fumes of this bush you would have a psychedelic experience because you were basically smoking dmt right amazing it tracks back thousands of years it's been in our evolution if and we've only stopped using it more now. recently yeah yeah that's crazy that's really is so i think it's basically it's just such a integral part of humanity it's something we should we should be in, con- in in connection with them we are not anymore yeah 
much like the ground and the earth where everyone shits on that grounding people don't understand the benefits of grounding we have an electrical charge that runs through us yet we walk around all day on rubber soles on concrete foundations of houses not connected to the earth anymore that's why it's so important to just go and put your fucking feet on the earth or go out when you go out for a walk just sit against a tree or put your hands on a tree for 10-15 minutes mm. they can literally show charge leaving the body they can literally measure it as it dissipates out into the earth and helps because we have an electrical charge. We are a fucking walking battery. And uh, to be connected to the earth is something that was often you know, associated with hippies and tree huggers. That's where the saying comes from. But there is purpose behind all of that. They were the extreme version of it, but there is a reason we should, we're designed to be out in nature and be connected to it. We are fucking, we weren't, we weren't born in into the earth. We have this thing, we were born into life, born into the earth. No, we were born from. We come out of it. Yeah. And we keep separating ourselves from it. And that's the problem. Yeah, you're right. That's why going for a walk, and we all learned this during COVID, getting outside, fresh air, going for a walk, being in nature, fucking it's healing. I think a lot of people fell out of that habit as well. Like Huge. so many people picked that up, getting out in nature, going out walking, going out for runs, going out for just anything. Yeah. Even if it was just in your back garden, if you've got a back garden. It's still the earth, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of people now seem to have fell out of that habit I fell bit. out of it I fell out of shit I've gone walking again went again the other day just yesterday went out walking because I knew today I won't be able to because of the storm although I fucking could have because mm -hmm. Eunice you're a bitch fucking <laughs> <laughs> that's what she would watch <laughs> have a bit of that <laughs> fucking yeah so I'm annoyed because I didn't get to come for a walk today but it's a great thing I was out walking in the rain yesterday just like well I'm going to get wet listening to Alan Watts on my headphones having a wonder yeah. when stood in a waterfall and made a cool video yeah Skin's waterproof, ain't it? So. Exactly. Yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we need to be out there. We need to be out there. You need to, honestly. I just go out and I get to this little point where the river meets and there's a little bridge and that. And I put my hand on a tree and I just sit there with my hand on the tree. I have hugged trees. There's a giant tree in a graveyard up the way. Have I shown you that one? Have we been on that wonder? No. It's a beast. It's like when you look at it, it's so massive. It's like this wide. So what's that like? Meter and a half wide. Yeah, probably. something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And it's just when you look at it and you actually look up at it from it, from the standing, at, if you stand at the trunk and then look up, it's a living fucking monster. Mm -hmm. This thing's a giant monster growing out of the earth. Yeah. And when you look at it like that, you're like, because we're so used to seeing trees, you just kind of lose that perspective on yeah, it. Yeah, you forget that you forget that's a big living this thing. This is centuries old. Mm-hmm. And it's this fucking being just growing out of the fucking earth. You don't yeah. think that touching that thing and sitting by it for a little bit is going to do you some good? Yeah. The shit's rooted in the goddamn earth. Yeah. And so, so I will do that. And I just, a hand on a tree is good enough. You don't have to hug a tree. Just put your hand on a fucking Anyone's tree. Anyone seen the end of Avatar? That's basically Lex. <laughs> it, but yeah, it is. And there's just, well, that's the story of Avatar. Yeah. It's, it is. That's the whole, you know, undertone of the movie. And honestly, I guarantee you, you go for a walk five out of seven days of the week. And then next week, don't go for any walks and tell me you, that you don't feel shitter. Because yeah. you will. I guarantee it. I'm not talking like hours and hours and hours of treks. Just half an hour. Yeah, yeah. If, even less if, you, yeah. if that's all you can do. If you can just get, get out for 10 or 15 minutes, that's... that's it's something's start, better than it? nothing. Yeah, just outside, out the four walls, into fresh air, just out, out of the way of just human intervention mm. and i think as well if there's if you've got an opportunity to do this and integrate it into your day if it's like you know you could you could drive to the shops you could just walk mm. and then it's a 10 or 15 minute walk just fucking walk just yeah. do it like do walk. even if it's just around the streets it's better than nothing 
It is. It really is. And because at least you're getting the fresh air. Yeah. So on your skin. Yeah, definitely. All right. Where was where was that with in terms of you were um you a secret party. So yeah, okay. Just been, to, just been so you know, I was talking about how everything seems very perfect. Oh, everything the four, was very and you're about the vision. Yeah. The so okay, eight K. So yeah, it it is not a real representation to say it's HD because you can look at a HD TV, see it's better, or four K or an eight K and see it's better. It's just beyond what you can actually see. So that that's just gives you an idea. If you were comparing our normal vision as HD and then you looked at an eight K TV, you'd see a difference. But you can't really comprehend it until you've seen it. It's, it's indescribable. Yeah, it, it's just everything sharper. So some of the more, like, so it was fascinating. I I wished I was there longer so I could look at more stuff. And I just didn't realise how quickly it was going to be over. So some of the things that I looked at, so my forearm. Oh, yeah. So I could see every single, like, I can look at my forearm now and see all the hairs, but I can only really pay attention to, like, a little cluster, a small area at a time. Yeah. So I could see every single hair across my entire forearm and it was very clearly defined. The hairs almost seemed thicker. They were very prominent and I could see little pulses going through each one of the hairs. Because we're batteries. Yeah, every, like each, it was almost like a fiber optic cable, just little, little pulses slowly going through them. And I don't know, as I was looking at them, I don't know whether I got goosebumps because what happened to all the hairs, they all, if you're watching on the camera, they all kind of like, they're, they're running down my arm at kind of an angle. They all kind of kicked up and then they started like curving back. Very similar to what would happen if yeah. I did get goosebumps. But I couldn't perceive any goosebumps, but my hairs were moving and it was almost like I could see them growing. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the things that I experienced. Also, my my hands were fascinating. Everyone oh, yeah. has this, like the hand thing. So I held my hands open and side to side. So my thumbs were pointing out and my palms were at my face. And I closed my hands in and then back out. And as you do that, your hands just naturally wrinkle up as you're kind of crushing them together. But as they wrinkled, my hands got older. Yeah. And then as I opened them out, they got younger again. And I was able to like age and and yeah. youthify <laughs> my hands. Um time travelling hands. Yeah, and it was a very it was very bizarre. Like they the wrinkles were So you know, that might have led to a deeper realisation of the tension within your fists and this holding is aging you and, and deteriorating this mm. tension, tension within the hand. You if you would have gone deeper, it might have taken you on a different yeah. Hard, like a store, something you need to learn, yeah. And but that could have been the start of some yeah, kind something. of journey of you seeing that and it, a, you know, like a, a symbolism, yeah. It was, it was, it was, or it could have just been a cool thing, yeah. It might have just been just some cool visuals, but yeah. basically, all of the very because you look at your hand now, and if you really look, you can see infinite amounts, infinite amounts of wrinkles there, yeah, little. loads of tiny little ones. And all of those became extremely apparent. Like, yeah, you in detail. You could, see you could de yeah, you could very detail see every single kind of crease and wrinkle in the hand. Which are, maybe that's why I was perceiving it as old, because it was accentuated. You could see more of them, yeah. Um, so that was some of the other things I saw. Also, when I looked at you, everything was like again very. Very perfect, which is obviously the just like, well, always. Yeah. Lex so, was so looking just good as always. So, yeah. <laughs> I did actually say at one point, I was like, your hair looks fucking class. <laughs> yeah, because I tied up, didn't I? I yeah, yeah, everything. It was just really like there was no imperfections in anything. Um, 
which is a really weird. It's and nice. Hard it almost shows you the beauty of everything that you're looking at. Yeah. It stopped, it, it, which is a great. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine just. Oh well, afterwards I've seen the true beauty of everything. The, uh, there was the plants in the room, and the plants looked f- amazing. The the plant, the like the little flowers around the the horns that you got over your fireplace. So yeah, I have a, a ram skull above the fireplace with that, flowers on it. That looked incredible as My well. My mum made that. Really? Yeah. And the, the, remember what I said about the light as well. We break over. Slight pause there. It's just going to be a cut segment there where you've gone for a wee and we're back. Yep, needed so, a wee. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the um, you've got a, a lamp in your living room. Yeah, it's made from like a tree trunk. Yeah, it's like a yeah, like a stump of a tree. That's It's not hollowed out. It's literally no, it's just a natural, a, natural. Yeah, it's just yeah. worn that way. So it's yeah. kind of, it's got a hollow to it. And then there's been an Edison-style bulb that's fitted inside there. Yeah. And specifically inside of that, kind of hollowed out tree i kept seeing faces um and then when so i actually did it twice didn't i yeah because second time i didn't get in as much which i told yeah we i told you wouldn't happen i was just just like i really wanted to try it again (laughs) so i did but i couldn't get quite as deep the second time but i saw faces in there again and that's the only place where i saw faces and they were quite Mm. clearly defined and there was lots of because that is an aged tree from a wood taken from a field yeah, and so yeah, it was very bizarre. the The second time when I went in as well, I think I I think I said this to you at the time as well. There was almost strips. Like imagine yeah. take someone had taken a row of bricks out of the wall, and it was all at different levels, and you could kind of see a little bit in. So it recessed in from the wall, yeah. and in the recess was like TV static, like you know that old black and white TV. In your static. main vision. Yeah. How oh, weird. Like that, across the room, splitting your vision. Yeah, but in like just random segments, imagine in your peripherals. Just, like people are just taking there was just yeah bricks out kind of here and there and like stripping the layers. Yeah, and and there was just this uh, static that was kind of behind it. The second time around, I didn't quite I didn't get in as deep, and I really wanted to, and I felt like it's this. So funny because Garden Gate. Yeah, and then, look how much you just took from oh, Garden was, Gate. It was fascinating. I I would have happily have stayed line. at that level. If I could have stayed at that level for like an hour, I'd have just wandered around and looked at yeah, everything. Yeah. And I said that like I really want to go outside because there's no light pollution here, is there? It's no, like really yeah. nice. Go outside on a clear night and then the stars. use the vape yeah. and then see the stars like that. But you, you could do it on the back end of a longer style journey as well. Yeah, because you said that. So yeah, you would go in, trip, you would, you you would garden gated at the beginning and you'd be like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, I mean, oh. And then slowly but surely you will just like might be able to close your eyes and then the moment you close your eyes boom, gone for a little yeah. bit and you'll wake back up and be like whoa just went somewhere and you know you just have a think about that for a little while and if you're with somebody else's the thing you might look at them and you'd be like would you see that yeah then you might feel something together and go on a journey together and then maybe go back in but whatever happens throughout all of that towards the back end of it you're going to get back into the garden again mm-hmm. so you've come out of the house and into the garden where you're going to be lucid and all your mechanics are going to be back and you'll be able to you do what you normally do but everything's 8k like you said and yeah. um and you would be able to do all that thing as it dissipates away so that would be your opportunity to then go outside and do things during that which is why i think that is the better way that everyone should experience it because Definitely. you have this a real journey not only against the the time as we know as a concept but also 
the time that the DNT is allowed to work within the system and to take you on multiple longer journeys. So whereas with the vape, it's at 10, 15 minutes, everything's kind of slammed into in such such a rush and such a fashion that people are almost overwhelmed by what they've learned and have to really try and remember what it is they've been. I think there's more of a chance of you remembering the lessons, doing it on the longer journeys and being able to explore things a little bit further. And like you said, just just have, have that sensation for longer and play with it and become used to it yeah. and then adapt it back into their real world and life and take the lessons and, and adapt it because they can see where it's come from and why yeah. and link it and, and just... Because you're not going to... I mean, I have had friends who've, who've done these journeys and literally changed the way that they have perceived certain parts of their life after a single journey yeah. to the point where they've had better relationships with, with children, with siblings, with family other family members or, or just with themselves so it's so healing and that's why nobody's ever had an an un has had a non-healing journey yeah. there's always been something whether it be something that, had, that was uncomfortable to face but again it's not you don't really have fear your perception of the thing is that you fear this thing as a perception but it shows you why you shouldn't and what fear is yeah. you even break down what fear is and why this trigger is there for it mm-hmm. So it's just that it's just honestly in the right environment, in the right situation, with the right understanding and the right mood, and you you definitely have to be in the mindset, yes, and the place to do these things and be ready and be and even before you go in, <clears throat> it's wise to sit there and think what what is it yeah, at the moment? Do. What is it at the moment? It can be as simple as I just want to refresh, I just want to reset, I just yeah. want to just on off, I just want to boom, reset, and it'll take it'll teach you whatever you need to know at the time and not know. Two trips will ever be the same. No. I think like a um, fingerprint every time. Yeah. I'm very excited to kind of have the full experience when the time's right. Because it's something we you know, we spoke about we'll a lot. It, yeah. And I, I I don't necessarily feel like in overall I feel like my life is fairly good. Like I'm quite happy with how things are. There's a lot of other things that I do you know, things that you still residually kind of hold on to a little bit. Overall, very hard is... on yourself. I think it will show you a lot about that. Yes. And yeah. it'll show you why you feel a necessity to be like that with yourself. It'll break down where that comes from, the triggers and why you no longer need to be yeah. as hard. Yeah. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what lessons I can learn. I'm very determined overall to have a, you know, the best possible life I can. And whether that be through, you know, I make a conscious effort to to try and educate myself on certain things where I feel like I need to learn. Um, and I feel this is just another angle to potentially make improvements. And if I, if it's not somewhere I can make improvements, either way, absolute worst case scenario, it was a new experience that and I've got to have. Cool shit. Yeah, I've got to, yeah I had some cool shit. And I guarantee it'll be more than that. Yeah. It'll it'll always, always, I, it just is because, again, we make it. Our brains are designed to take it and use it. Yeah. And I think when I actually probably from my experience right now, I think that having the vape is actually a, probably a good way for someone to get that little bit of understanding of it. Yeah. The issue is a lot of the vapes will be very strong. Otherwise, it's like a two hit breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, which obviously there's no way of really controlling that. Because mm. it's, you take one breath and you're going to be zinged into the into the garden straight off really? from the road to the garden in one hit, and right. then second hit through the door or third hit usually. Okay, then so from a from a low a low dosed vape, yeah, that that gives you 
it gives you take away the the expectation like the anxiety of expectation the speed of it yeah. it's literally how quick i've not experienced anything that literally just like zips you in there like yeah. that yeah. and that i think that's what surprised me i was expecting a more gradual yeah like a taper yeah or like yeah i was going to descend into somewhere or ascend into something like but it was it was just fucking wasn't there then it was there <laughs> yeah. and that's what caught me by surprise and the whole experience was so quick that i almost feel like that first little bit that i had i was just in a little bit of shock through it because it was just <laughs> so fast and then the second time around when i knew what to expect a little bit more on the pace of it i wasn't quite at that level because of the kind of the saturation or whatever yeah, it, it is, was you said. Yeah, it, it saturates the it saturates the brain, which then obviously gets oxidized, and then that enzyme is then active, and then blah, blah, blah. it just doesn't work. You have to have a full reset. Yeah. So we will have a, a psychedelics part two when I do my proper one. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and if you want to, to know, I keep dropping rings off. <laughs> I keep messing with rings. I'm listening to you so intently. I'm like, ooh, and my hands. I have to do something. <laughs> Knocked off every ring on every finger. So far. All just flying off. Yeah. If you want to, if you want us to talk more about things and, and actual journeys, obviously we've uh, we started a bit late on because we had some other funny discussions. But uh, there are ones where you know I, I was able to uh, speak to my grandfather after he passed, and, and that helped me a lot um, to settle that. And, and now, obviously, that within a single moment, I went from guilt and sadness to happy memories and happy thoughts every time I think of him now. Yeah. Um, I can describe that to you if you'd like to know about all those things and then uh, we can talk about them some more. Yeah. Um, but again, I would just say, you know, I don't advocate the use of of drugs. Just a um, bit of heroin. Just a bit of heroin, like we said, yeah. Just on your deathbed. <laughs> a little bit of heroin. But other than that, say no to drugs, kids. <laughs> Um, but that's, uh, what was, that's what really do, was in that I just, brown I don't paper think, bag. That I you think, gave to the kids. yeah, I don't. You're not. Listen, if you're not, if you're not benefiting from something in 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 your life, if it's not making you a better person, teaching you something, or making you more capable, more stable, then it's not a positive in your life, and you shouldn't be doing it. Whether, even if that's just weed, yeah, you know, if it's not being, if it's not being a positive and and a stabilizing thing in your life anymore. You need to back off, and you need to wonder why you're doing it, and and what, and uh, so, and the party drugs thing. I just I don't know. I'm I'm enough of an idiot myself. I don't need it. Yes, I've as with everything. Uh, it's it's make sure that you're in a mindset and a stable state, and whatever you're doing is has a purpose and a, and a beneficial purpose at that. And only do it around people who also know what's going on, how to how to do things, and everything's just you know be safe, be safe out there. Yeah, I think uh, that's one thing for me as well. The the people that are around you, like I know Lex and I trust Lex. I think making sure, I think when you're doing anything, alcohol included, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable state. So make sure that you trust the people that you're with to not only not take advantage of you but if you do if do thing if things do start to go badly which can happen with alcohol some people can get really sad some people can get very yeah. aggressive the people that are there are going to be able to look after you no matter yeah. what goes on and yeah i think that's really important the, the environment the if people. you know that before you go in chances are you won't have anything negative oh, exactly. because you have that security before even going in of course that will happen when you don't have that security and you feel mm. anxiety and something. Yeah. That's it. Now, we, we did have questions. We did put it out there. But um, we ran out of time because we had a good one. That was a good chat. Mm, I like yeah. that one. That was a, a varied one. I hope you enjoyed that one. So let us know. One, comment section. Get Boris on DMT. Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> let, if, let us know if, if you've if, made it to the end as yeah, well. Yeah, if you have made it to the end, that's how we're going to know. Put Get <laughs> Boris on DMT in the comments if you're on YouTube. Yeah. If you're on Spotify, 
Make sure you leave us a, a rating. You can do a five-star rating, yeah, can't give, you? Give us, give us a star rating on Spotify. If you would, that would be much appreciated. It really helps. Is there any kind of rating system on Apple's playlist? I don't know. Whatever. Apple's if there's something on there where you can leave us a review, you can review on iTunes. That oh, really can you does review? help. Yeah, there we so go. Leave us a review. Drop us some stars on Spotify. And um, I hope you all have an awesome week ahead. The uh, Eunice, Eunice has gone by now. And we all survived. I bet the... Uh, so. I think there's a. I think only eighty percent of the the listeners are in the UK, so the twenty percent that aren't. Yeah, sunbathing, you yeah, bloody buggers. They're, they're gonna be like, fucking Eunice, what? Fucking Eunice. Fucking yeah. 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 Well, you don't need to bother. You don't need to know. You'll never need to know. Yeah. But what you do need to know is, you need to leave all the bad shit in the week that has just gone by. In the whatever happened, hand. whatever was there, <laughs> fucking leave it. Leave it be. Bring forward what was good. Work on that. Brick by brick, step by step, and we'll all get wherever it is the fuck we need to be going eventually if we just keep our heads up, keep our fucking faces out of the news in the morning, off social media in the mornings, and just start being a bit more mindful and structured because that's helped me hugely in the last week. Mm. And also what I've realized is when you start sleeping properly, you realize how fucking tired you really are. (laughs) So get your sleep, be proactive, leave the bad last week, bring forward the good, and we'll all catch you next week. Do heroin. Do heroin. Toodle. Don't do <laughs> on your deathbed. <laughs> Toodle bit. You've got to add the caveat. Toodle bit. Don't just say do heroin. Jesus Christ.